0: This is Free Talk Live. You can bring up anything you want. Toll-free number is 855-453. That's the SACL CAI toll-free line, 1-855-450-3733. Joining you here tonight, it's Ian.
1: And Julia. And Mark.
0: And you can join us on our website over at freetalklive.com. Hey, we do give you the features on the site, so enjoy them. Those other talk show hosts want to charge you for theirs. uh, So you can go and enjoy all free at freetalklive.com and uh there's an interesting story in the news that i came across over the weekend and uh, we got a little bit of audio from it right now what you're listening to there is the live stream from zuccotti park and mark you and i when we were in new york city uh, over the summertime for a talk radio convention we uh, visited zuccotti park yep it exists it's uh, it's smaller than i thought it was it was it's kind of small but apparently, you can still fit quite a few people into. Uh, if they're Zuccotti standing, park, if yeah. they're standing up shoulder to shoulder, and they pretty much are here, uh, in Zuccotti Park tonight in New York City, and uh, so basically, the Occupy movement is back, and they have retaken the park. The police, uh, much to their chagrin, as I understand it, they had attempted to somehow insulate the park from being retaken. I, I don't know what uh, you know what they went through to attempt to prevent that from happening, but uh, they failed. However, if you were to take uh, the Wall Street Journal story as uh, an example of what's actually going on, then you would uh, believe their perspective, which is that nearly 150 protesters have been arrested on the Occupy Wall Street anniversary. So the Wall Street Journal focusing on the arrests uh, as far as what went down, but they don't focus on the fact that ultimately they were successful at retaking Zuccotti Park, where they have been... All weekend long, as I understand it, or at least since sometime on Sunday, maybe even earlier than that. uh, The article over the Daily Costs was posted on Sunday at about 6 o'clock, let's see, Pacific, so Sunday night. And I guess they've been there ever since. Uh, According to the news at the Journal, though, officers on horseback and some in riot gear limited access to Wall Street and the surrounding area to workers or residents who have identification. Hundreds of protesters marking the first anniversary of the Occupy Wall Street movement were met by a heavy police presence as they converged on Lower Manhattan Monday morning. Uh, Police made 146 arrests by 3.30 p.m. today, mainly for disorderly conduct when protesters impeded vehicular or pedestrian traffic, according to the spokesbureaucrat at the NYPD. confirmed that 43 arrests were made over the weekend, including for disorderly conduct, assault and resisting arrest. The protesters had hoped to shut down Wall Street by blocking access to the New York Stock Exchange and create chaos in the financial district. But while commutes were snarled and workers were inconvenienced by having to show identification to get into buildings, business appeared to go on as usual on Monday. Approximately 1,000 protesters commemorating last year's kickoff of the income inequality movement gathered early in the morning. And I'm pretty sure that's not what Occupy Wall Street is about, but... I guess they had to summarize
2: it in three words. Well, actually, I mean NPR, I I'm sorry. I know you want the Occupy Wall Street to be about something maybe that it's not, but it kind of looks like whatever Wa- Occupy Wall Street started out as, it turned into uh, a bunch of people who want to do away with capitalism and get rid of money and uh, you know, and baths. I'm not this, sure what else.
1: <laughs> this has been my experience as well. Not I mean, personally, I don't go. I, whenever I've seen videos online, and I've I've seen interviews of people in the Occupy movement, they're often talking about those very things and are not bathed.
0: I like the, uh, the graphic that somebody I know from the Occupy movement posted on his Facebook. I think it said something to the effect of, uh, "I took a shower and put on some clean clothes, and I'm still mad." <laughs> <like that>.
2: And uh, so anyway, there's every reason to be angry. I was listening to NPR. They had uh, one of the occupiers on there and they were complaining that the Occupy movement got uh, co-opted by the Democratic Party. Mm. And that's what the the Tea Partiers are complaining about the the Republican Party. I mean, it just kind of shows that you can't have a movement here without getting co-opted. I mean, these two big, disgusting parties that are kind of the duopoly of government in this country – they've got it locked down
0: according to the journal again the thousand protesters commemorating last year's kickoff of the income inequality movement gathered early in the morning at four meeting points one group met across the street from zuccotti park where protesters camped out for weeks last year and marched south along broadway the group was they made it sound there like uh, oh they're across the street from zuccotti park They were not actually in Zuccotti Park. That's the way this article is written. They're in Zuccotti Park. They are in Zuccotti Park in huge numbers right now. And they were all day today and they were yesterday. But according to this story, they just met across the street and then they went on a march. Uh, The group was met by police officers at the entrance to Wall Street and a handful sat down on the sidewalk. When they refused to move, they were arrested. Around 8.15 in the morning today, another group of about 400 people clogged the four corners of Nassau and Pine Street, some hanging off scaffolding, taunting traitors and police officers. Others wore more festive. Uh, were more festive, uh, popping off confetti, volleying a balloon, or chatting politics with police officers. Hundreds of protesters at Bowling Green sang a version of "Happy Birthday" to the movement. Working musicians uh, from Washington Heights. Did they
2: pay their uh, intellectual property fee for singing "Happy Birthday" in public. <laughs> They
0: were dressed in suits for the protest. They both attended last year and were pleased by the turnout. They I'll say, tell you
2: what, the uh, the, the, the uh, Screen Actors Guild union and these other uh, unions of uh, you know songwriters and, and that kind of, the songwriters unions, these kind of folks, they would not like that you were just going ahead singing, and singing happy birthday. Happy birthday. Of course, uh, I, I guess Occupy is a real big union movement, though, right? I imagine you're going to find a lot of support for unions at uh, at an occupied. Then why in the world would they steal from these hard-working songwriters, or at least their children? Because the songwriter for "Happy Birthday" has probably long been dead. But somebody worked very hard for this.
0: Is it illegal to sing "Happy Birthday" if you aren't making money from the? Occasion? I suspect
2: it's uh, probably not if you're not making money. Yeah. So, I think that was okay. It, by whose standards? By the uh, legal standards? You don't think that if uh, the union that uh, represents songwriters had the option that they would, in <laughs> fact, charge every single person they probably that hummed would. three notes in a row that was similar to one of the songs of one of the writers that they represent?
0: They probably would, but it's a lot easier to pick on bar owners who they can easily d- identify and target than a mass of people just hanging short, out in Zuccotti Park.
2: I'm just trying to point out the hypocrisy of the, the Occupy movement. Uh, well, like
0: I don't know if that's the hypocrisy of the Occupy movement. I think... The Occupy movement is made up of individuals, just like the Tea Party movement is, and some of them are more liberty-friendly than others, in the same way the Tea Party movement, some are more liberty-friendly than others. Mark, you and I, when we were in that park, uh, we talked to a couple of gentlemen. There were still still a handful of occupiers there at the time, and uh, one of them that I was talking to totally got what we were talking about. We were totally on the same wavelength, just random connection. He was no fan of the government, and... uh,
2: he, the, the other guy board. I was talking to didn't seem to have any clue when it came to anything. He thought the government was the solution to everything. Sure, sure. Couldn't You're accept find that a the government wasn't now, a corporation.
1: Ian's, you, your uh, experience in Occupy has been in New Hampshire, has it not? That's right. Yeah. yeah. So because I would say that the, I mean, you are frequently or you used to go to Occupy Keene. That's right. right? Yeah. And I would say that Occupy Keene is more likely to be influenced by Free Staters than Occupy in Manhattan.
0: Sure, no doubt, but. Um Michelle 7 went down to occupy Wall Street a number of times and made very positive connections yeah. with folks down there. She even brought them up here for uh, for a little while as well.
1: I'm not saying that you won't find liberty-oriented people in the crowd. I just think that the majority of it and it's just my opinion is is liberal based. Sure, uh, that's just sure, what that's I okay.
0: see. Uh, I mean you used to be a liberal? I did. And so the idea isn't to go and find people who agree with you, but to go and share ideas. Uh, that will you know help connect those people who are of the more liberal mindset with liberty oriented ideas, so we had somebody calling in recently on the program asking how he could uh, con- you know bring his liberal girlfriend on board with the ideas of liberty and one of the points that we made was that it 's going to take time that you have to be patient uh, that you know you can 't really pl- plant your ideas in someone 's head and you know get them to jump on board real quick you have to kind of plant seeds and then eventually have them come to the conclusions about liberty on their own uh, and the same thing's true with the the occupy movement you go in and you plant some seeds offer assistance where you can and eventually if they you know come to respect you and uh, and trust you then they'll start asking questions about you know well what do you think 855 450 free are you at occupy would love to hear from you you can take control free talk live
3: Are you a liberty activist or enthusiast looking to meet others like you? Do you want to advance capitalism, peace, and freedom, but aren't sure how? I'm Amanda Mill, executive director of Liberty on the Rocks, encouraging supporters of a free society to host happy hour. Activism and education doesn't need to be boring, and you can find free market friends. So start a Liberty on the Rocks network near you and begin connecting and informing libertarian thinkers over drinks. Visit www.libertyontherocks.org.
0: This is Free Talk Live. Bring up whatever you want. Toll free at 855-453. That's the SACL CAI toll free line. Join us on our website. Head over to freetalklive.com. You'll find that the features are there completely free. Once again, freetalklive.com. If you uh, enjoy the program, there are a number of ways for you to support this show. And one of them is by shopping with us. You can go to shop.freetalklive.com and you can shop with us through Amazon there. There are different links for different Amazons around the world. You click into the right one for you and then just get your shopping taken care of. Get whatever it is you're looking for there. Uh, once again, over at shop.freetalklive.com, that's shop dot free talk live.com and when you shop through those links free talk live gets a portion of the purchase price so if you are frustrated with the lack of success of the freedom movement i mean as far as like real tangible success meaning turning around the size of government actually making government less involved in people's lives i mean yeah ron paul's great at uh, getting the word out there about freedom but ultimately the ron paul uh, movement you know hasn't really turned into anything that's Increasing freedom, at least not right now, not directly, and it 's never going to be one man who can uh, who can come to your rescue. So what do you do about that? Well, I would suggest you check out the free State project. go to freestateproject.org and learn about a movement of twenty thousand people who are all going to move to the same place and get active. To achieve liberty in their lifetime. Now we're up to twelve thousand five hundred, at least that amount. There's more than that. Uh, twelve thousand five hundred people who've signed the pledge to make the move to New Hampshire as part of the Free State Project. We have over a thousand people who are here now in New Hampshire as part of the Free State Project, uh, including the hosts on this radio program. So we're we're well on our way. Over fifty percent of the way there as far as getting people to pledge to move. And uh, a 20th of the way there as far as getting all 20,000 actually in New Hampshire. We're already having an effect. There are already people who've been elected here. Uh, There are already people, who those who have been elected, who have submitted and had successful liberty-oriented legislation, like this jury nullification story, which just made it to the Huffington Post today, by the way. You can go to our uh, Facebook or Twitter page to find the link to that story. And we'd really appreciate it if you would retweet that particular link. There've
2: been a lot of tweets going out with that link.
0: Yeah, let have your you, friends you know. Yeah, let your friends know about that uh, that link because it's a big. Not only is it big news for New Hampshire and a huge success for jury nullification, but that particular version of the story, the Huffington Post version, has a link to Free Talk Live in there. So they actually link to our interview of Kathleen, who was the Free State Project member and juror who helped set this man free on felony drug cultivation charges he was growing some marijuana plants he's a rastafarian and he avoided being convicted of a felony because of jury nullification because new hampshire has the free state project because liberty activists here were working on that issue and made that jury nullification bill happen that's all because of the free state project so if you love Liberty, you really need to go and check it out at freestateproject.org. As we go to the phones, uh, we can talk more about Occupy here in a little bit, but of course you can bring up anything. Pat is on the line listening in Pennsylvania. You're on Free Talk Live. Hey, Pat. Hey,
4: what's going on? Hey,
0: we're doing a radio show. What's Pat? on your mind?
4: Uh, I got a question. I have, I do a lot of pen paling, stuff like that.
0: pen paling, okay.
4: Right write, write to people, uh, girls. Particularly out out of the country.
0: Uh, you sound kind of far away, Pat. I don't know if you're talking right into your phone. I'm trying to turn you up uh, here, but having a tough time. But they're That's they're, they're
4: um they're wondering um.
2: No wait, if, who do you uh, write to? Where women outside the country?
4: Just, just different different women all along. Uh, you, you know. Different countries, South America. Brazil. How do you uh, how do you
2: meet them?
0: I mean, I remember doing penpalling when I was in school, when we actually had to write, like physically write letters. Uh, are you uh, using? Are you writing letters? Or are you doing it uh, over email?
4: It's a it's a club. I'm writing letters.
0: Oh wow, old school. Okay, so you're actually called, writing letters now. You you joined a club a, for called,
4: this. Yeah, it's called the Friendship Club.
0: Hmm. Okay.
4: And they just got all kinds of women to write to, men and women, of course, you know, but, uh...
0: So this is different bride. from, like, a mail-order bride service?
4: Right, right, yeah, 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 yeah. Um, a lot of these, uh, women are single, some been married, some haven't been married, you know, mm-hmm. divorced, uh, and so on and so forth. But I was just wondering, uh, say, for instance, I wanted to go and, uh... Marrying one of these women in one of these other countries. How hard is that?
0: Um, well, I don't, I don't think, think it's, it's that hard. Hard to get married. Uh, I don't know how easy it is to import them into this country. Uh, after that yeah. happens, which presumably would be your next step.
2: Yeah, I would. Uh, I, you know, probably an immigration lawyer or the immigration services uh, would be the ones to to ask the question because I don't know the answer. the The internet may know.
1: I had a friend who lived in uh, Canada, and another friend who lived right on the border of Canada and New York. And they got married, and he wasn't allowed to move up there. And for five years, there to was, Canada. Yeah, there was a law that said that he they had to be married for that long before oh, really? he could go. Yeah. I,
4: I knew a, me- a Mexican couple. I mean, she was Mexican. She was American, and he was Mexican. So uh, that they just ran into that problem just a few years back the
0: same thing You know what I I wish you the best of luck uh Pat there are definitely I'm sure uh, plenty of online resources to uh to check that information out and I thank you for the call tonight it kind of sounded like a mail order bride service but I guess it was somewhat different I mean, maybe it's not maybe it's not so it's up got, front
2: it's got some similarities <laughs>
0: Yeah Hey, whatever works for you.
2: Well, mail mail order bride service uh, probably you pay you pay in order to be hooked up specifically with somebody who wants to be married. Well, don't this they way normally... you put the time in it, yeah, yourself.
0: Isn't there usually a lot of uh scams that uh, go on in the mail order bride uh, s- s- scene like How you, would I know? You uh you go, "Well, we looked into it on the show a number of years ago." Okay. I don't maybe you weren't around for that. But, uh, as I understand it, you know there are a number you have to be really careful if you're if you're looking into this because you'll get scammed like they'll tell you that uh you should come out to Russia or what wherever it is the the brides are are from, and uh, that they'll hook you up or set you up on dates or You know, this puts you in a room with a bunch of women and you Mm -hmm. dance with them and things like that. And it's just it's it's set up in a way to where uh, they're just milking people for money and that you don't really ever have a chance to a chance with any of these women or something like that. Hmm. Um, So there's scams all around. You can tell it's been a while since I've uh, freshened up on the topic. But if you think there were
2: Russian women that would want to meet American men. Oh, there are. Oh, so there are. Why wouldn't they just go ahead and make it but so there that they meet
0: them? Men who are running scams on other American men who are, you know, desperate and who want to get together with women and basically they use that desperation against them.
2: Yes, to but separate them from their money. Why wouldn't they use that desperation to provide them the service that they want?
1: Cuz that takes effort. Yeah, it
2: takes effort to do whatever it is that they're doing to, to
1: screw these guys It takes too. more effort to find Russian ladies. That want to marry? I don't know. I don't know. I mean, I'm
2: just I'm just wondering.
0: What's your experience been? Maybe you've been to one of these mail-order bride uh, seminars or whatever they call them, conventions, uh, visits, and you want to tell us about it. Maybe you can uh, enlighten us as to what these things are like. 855-450-FREE. That's the SACL CAI toll-free line. Or you could talk about Occupy. Maybe you're there in New York City at Zuccotti Park, where Zuccotti Park is packed full of people according to the wall street journal though well nothing's going on in zuccotti park there's just some protests in the streets today don't pay any attention to the hundreds and hundreds of people maybe even thousands of them that are currently in the park 855-453 although it seems so small that park, it's hard to imagine a few thousand people being in there i guess it's possible though it's tight yeah 855 free toll-free number you bring up whatever's on your mind russian brides occupy anything goes this is free talk live
5: in every age a technology is created that upends the foundations of society the wheel the printing press
0: This is Free Talk Live. The toll-free number is here for you. You may take control of the airwaves at 855-453. That's the SACL CAI toll-free line. And you can join us on our website over at freetalklive.com. We give you the features on the site, webcam included. Go to cam.freetalklive.com. You can watch, listen, and you can interact because the chat room is built into the same page as the
2: webcam. Go to cam.freetalklive.com. Also, if you're uh, listening to you know, AM radio, then you've heard some ads for some gold uh, right there. And it's, you know, it's difficult to listen even to to cable TV and not hear some ads for gold. So you make you wonder, what are they talking about? Why gold? Well, a lot of people want want to get gold either as a a hedge against inflation or an investment or barter currency in case things go south. Whatever reason you might want to get precious metals, you can do it at gold.freetalklive.com. Not only do we have gold there, but we have silver too. You can... Uh, go and comparison shop if you wish. It's gold.freetalklive.com. And when you buy from gold.freetalklive.com, not only are you getting the gold and silver and precious metals that you want to have in your hands, but you're helping Free Talk Live, too. It's gold.freetalklive.com.
0: We continue with your phone calls. Uh, we can continue discussing the Occupy situation or whatever situation you want to deal with. 855 uh, 855- 453 is the toll free number here. They have retaken Zuccotti Park, and the mainstream media appears to be ignoring that fact. At least the Wall Street Journal, uh, which you would presume would have an accurate report being on Wall Street, uh, is not even acknowledging that they have completely retaken Zuccotti Park. It's not in happening. New York City. Uh, so 855 free. also on the way here tonight. Ron Paul. Apparently, a 16 year old has made a Ron Paul video that has interested the FBI, and Julia is going to give us details about that. But first, to the phones and your thoughts, let's go to Tom, listening in northern Minnesota to WNMT. Hey, Tom.
6: Hey, guys. Uh, love the show. Hey,
0: welcome, sir. Go ahead. Well, I've, got a,
6: I've got an Occupy uh, question for you, and I'm really particularly interested in your opinions because uh, you're closer to it far, uh, than I am, obviously. I I'm a casual observer, and you know, I think it's overly cynical the term "useful idiots" and that because I know these uh, a lot of these occupiers are very sincere and and learning, kind of shaping their thoughts and everything. But it seemed a bit manufactured to me, and uh, I think the, you know, it kind of appeared to the to me that the Democratic Party was kind of using them as uh, useful idiots. Uh, what do you guys think? Was that a was that manufactured or was that an authentic? Protest movement? I think
0: it depends. Uh, Occupy is a big movement, so there are a lot of different people involved in a lot of different locales around the world. I can tell you that when we had our first Occupy meeting here in Keene, New Hampshire, which you know, never even came close to the numbers of some major cities, but this is a small city, it's, some would say it's a large town. Uh, but we were at uh, this meeting, and this woman was there who was not from around these parts. She claimed to have come from New York City. New York City. She claimed to, she claimed, it might as well have been like that, actually. (laughs) Uh, She claimed to have been, she was like in her early 60s, maybe late 50s. She claimed to have been around since the 60s and that uh, she knows how to do this stuff. She is a, you know, an old hat at doing protesting and we should listen to her and that we should do, you know, what she's suggesting. And the way she kind of just came in and, Started acting like a you know bull in a china shop basically with the the rest of the people there just pushing herself on others was very well let's just say the granite staters here in New Hampshire didn't really take too kindly uh, to the way she was uh, treating them as though she knew everything about uh, being a protester and that we should just do as she says and it it really seemed she claimed that she was from the New York Times as well like you know a really strange lady. And uh, so she effectively managed to ostracize herself from the group by being so pushy with what she wanted. And some suggested that she was what they call an astroturfer. Or something like that. Yeah, like, that like, was the term. Like some activist who's who came in for the purpose of trying to co-opt uh, the movement and make it look like a grassroots movement right. was
2: actually grassroots when in fact it was being uh, you know controlled, controlled,
0: manipulated. Yeah. So and that was right out the gate. That was our first meeting. Uh, she was rebuffed at that meeting. People were very untrustworthy towards her and very suspicious of her. She was not successful in achieving whatever kind of control she was looking to achieve, and she never came back. So and she you know, was
6: affiliated with the New York Times. That was just
0: what she claimed. I mean, nobody was able to check her claims because she disappeared. After I'm that. from NASA, so uh, anyway, my <laughs> point being that to your question, I you know maybe maybe there were people like that showing up at different occupies for whatever purpose, being controlled by who knows uh, or whatever organization, and maybe they were successful at some occupies. You know maybe uh, at other occupies people were less uh, independently minded than they might have been here in, in New Hampshire, more easily manipulated, more easily uh, led, perhaps, and that uh, that woman would have gotten her way if she was in you know somewhere in Massachusetts, uh, for instance. And so maybe some I of be. the occupies were uh, were you know compromised in that way, and others weren't. So it's hard to say you know one thing about all of Occupies. I
2: think it started out sincere, and it probably got co opted along the way.
0: Well, what do you think about it coming back, though? I mean, uh, the Zuccotti Park is owned right now by the occupiers. Is that not sincere?
2: Seems sincere to me. Okay. But I think that there's probably more co opting that has gone on. Um, You know, I don't know. I mean, it remains to be seen, I guess. uh, I I think these people got offices. Didn't the occupiers get offices? Who occupied those offices? Was it a bunch of, uh, you know, freedom loving individuals or down there trying to convert the socialists early on?
0: I doubt it. So, what do you think, Tom?
6: Well, I think the the part that's most suspicious about the comeback part is all the press kind of pumping it up as if this is going to be an event. This is going to be an event, and then you know there's just as much press and police as there are protesters. At least that's what I had heard earlier in the day.
0: Well, it's so, not like they got a I, war to report I, on. Now, where are you seeing the press uh, pumping it up?
6: Uh, well, it was on all kinds of uh, news programs abc nbc msn
0: you're talking about today those
6: news we're talking about about the anniversary and uh, mm-hmm. you know i don't know it was and, like-
0: and this was happening today you're talking about coverage that aired today
6: Last couple
0: days. Last couple days. Okay, yeah, it's been happening. Okay, well, I'm glad to see that. Were you? Were they reporting on Zuccotti Park, or were they reporting on?
6: No, no, not Zuccotti. Just uh, mm-hmm. one year anniversary. I think uh, today or yesterday there may have been some reports of the plans for Wall Street.
0: Yeah, because yeah, that's, that's what that's uh, what the Wall Street Journal has been reporting on is that there were some protests that went on in Wall Street today or down around Wall Street. And they're reporting on the arrest. You know,
6: the stories were coming up that there was going to be uh, a protest. Sure. They're going to shut down Wall Street. And so it's almost like promoting it. That's kind of suspicious to me.
0: If you're going to have a protest, you ought to promote it. Yeah, that's true. And this is one, that, yeah. you know, to me, that's yeah, newsworthy. The, if the, the occupiers are out there not saying...
6: obligated to promote it, I'm saying. The press is not obligated to promote it. Nope. No, and and
2: you know, but the Occupy movement provided a, a great deal of uh, incoherent clowns for that the the, uh, the press <laughs> yeah. could report on uh, <laughs> last year. So why in the world wouldn't they go like pigs to a trough? I
0: I think it's news. I I don't think that it's some sort of plot uh, that the media is pr- reporting on this. I mean, they they're also as I pointed out at the beginning of the show, uh, the Wall Street Journal is ignoring the retake of Zuccotti Park and only focusing on the arrests. That happened
2: today. They are so, the Wall Street Journal. So, in an attempt to marginalize, I'll tell you what's what: NPR on. did not ignore them. They had them on on a feed. So, uh,
0: anyway, Tom, I uh, I hope that helps yeah, clarify in terms some of, of it,
6: uh, your plot. Comment though, I I think you know uh, what I observed is a contrast between how this is covered and how uh, much larger events, for like Tea Party events, are covered or ignored. Really, I think that there's a quite a bit of divergence in how the press looks at those two. It's not even handed.
2: Well, I think that uh, Occupy has to them uh, for themselves, you know, a sort of inherent newsworthiness that the Tea Party didn't w- didn't have because the Tea Party would go through they'd get they get, per- permit. get permits, they'd rent stadiums, they do things that essentially just look like political party stuff.
0: Occupy's a ballsier protest movement, hands down, and so I don't think there's as many of them. 855 free where are the Tea Parties at? They're de- they're, dead. they're dead. Thanks for the call, Tom. Appreciate the- it. More on the way. this is free talk live and you can bring up what you want toll free 855-453 that's the SACL cai toll free line join us Online at freetalklive.com, where you can support the program if you'd like. There are details on how to do that at the AMP page. Go to amp.freetalklive.com, and you can become a Free Talk Live amplifier to help us get on more radio stations around the country, bring more internet listeners on board with the ideas of freedom. And, by the way, I'd like to say the AMP program, uh, I'm so happy with our the change that we made recently to change from Google AdWords, which we've been pouring money into, and Believing we were getting some sort of results because they say that people were clicking on the ads but not really seeing any significant or any increase in downloads
2: uh, to now is there any way to have seen like you know what they did once they clicked on the ad No no that's just no, you can't figure that out they clicked on the ad trust us that's right okay and
0: uh, to move that money over to uh, you know, hiring a PR uh, firm basically. Well,
2: it's a yeah I mean PR lady and she's sh- doing an awesome job I think that uh, really what we did with the, uh, the the money to some extent is uh, to, to show our seriousness and uh, taking the money and, and putting it towards the the ad company we've been the PR company we've been getting a lot more than our money's worth
0: we have and yeah. she happens to be a huge fan of the show which uh,
2: helps uh, helps a lot yeah and very but, interested in uh, the Liberty movement entirely but,
0: yeah and she's doing great work her name's Carrie and she uh, she was the person responsible for making that Huffington post thing happen today it was yes. her press release that that made that that made that happen. But also, you guys help too because whenever you know we put something out there to have you retweet it, for instance, the more people that can retweet those things, the better off. The more that share it on Facebook, the better off. Uh, the more likely that those articles will get picked up and uh, and carried by other press organizations. So it's not just her it's also all of you that are listening and that have internet connections that are able to connect with us on Twitter and Facebook. So uh, you know the, that's it's working. Like that that money that we're spending on uh, the the PR stuff it's working it is. very well. Yeah. Uh so you can be uh, behind the show at amp.freetalklive.com and you can help us out. That's amp amp.freetalklive.com and you get perks like access to the amp only call in lines, the podcast that's only for amplifiers and more. Uh, over at com. Right back to your phone calls. We go to Glenn listening in Ontario. Glenn, you're on Free Talk Live. go uh, it going? Hey, Glenn. What's on your mind?
7: Uh, well, actually, I guess uh, you guys are talking about Occupy. That's something else we're going to talk about, but I want to touch on that briefly. Um, I think it's definitely something that's going to be uh, remembered as the left key party, although, as you guys said, it's not necessarily what it is. Um, but it always it reminds me how government is one of the, a weird thing to protest because they protest the thing that they are also asking to fix the very problem they're protesting. Um, sorry, you guys got me off a whole bunch of things through my head because you're yeah. going on all
6: these different topics
2: today. You know, this is um, kind of like the government, you know, protesting the government to, to kind of, uh, you know, as the Occupy movement is doing, <laughs> is kind of like, uh, you know, taking that uh, – you know, that uh, the significant other that really just acts out and, and behaves inappropriately and does all kinds of bad things, and then saying, Hey, shape up, and then doing that <laughs> yeah. for 230 years and thinking that you suddenly they're going to do it.
7: Yeah, I always, I always think, especially when people are talking about the next election, it, it always reminds me of that expression fool me once, shame on me. Fool me, what is it, 130 some odd times?
2: Just keeps
0: happening.
7: You no, know, they always think. The next time will
0: be different. Yeah, I share that. I share the frustration. But, you know, part of what feeds into that is that there's always new blood. You know, there's always young yeah. people that are, are, are you know, getting to the age where they're starting to pay attention to the issues of the world and, uh, and the, you know, the government and what is going on out there. And, of course, they don't have the perspective. They've on, all
2: been educated in government schools. Yeah. They've got most of their ideas uh, prior to working for a job and paying rent and, um, you know. Those those things don't go together well. That's not yeah, to say that the whole. Go ahead.
7: Uh, sorry, I was going to say. Well, the thing I actually initially called about was um, last night. I was listening to your show, and you guys were talking about um, conspiracy theories. I think it was last night or the night before.
2: Okay. And
7: um, it was something I wanted to touch on. Uh, two prominent theories. Uh, obviously, there's nine eleven and JFK. Nine eleven was a conspiracy, in that a group of you know, extremists did conspire. I mean, it actually, is, you know, in the actual quote unquote facts that we've seen, it is actually in itself a really big elaborate conspiracy. But I guess it's not enough for the people who need it to be something more or something other than what they're told.
2: I don't know. I mean, I can't say what happened on nine eleven. I mean, there's been some interesting facts or, you know, inconsistencies or whatever that are put out there by the uh, conspiracy theorists. I'm you know i I couldn't oh. say one way or the other I mean I tend to think it was uh these uh you know this twelve or fifteen or whatever it is folks that uh you know hijacked airplanes, but I'm not sure
7: yeah no i'm well I mean that's yeah it, it's something I pretty much generally question whatever's said um in just being a skeptic I guess but it, i I thought it was an interesting one that the quote unquote official story was given already was a rather elaborate conspiracy. But the other one I wanted to touch on is DFK, which I know is uh, brought up whenever someone brings up conspiracies. Uh, and it's an interesting one because, as you guys often say, it's one that the majority of people kind of accept there was something. And one of the, I think, the things most disputed is the idea of the kill shot coming from the observatory. That whole back into the left thing from, uh, uh, the, uh what's his name? Oliver Stone's film. Um, but I just wanted to bring up, uh, if you guys saw Penn & Teller's bullshit episode. Oh, sorry. we got to let you go.
0: Sorry, we're doing a radio yeah. show, dude. Can't have you saying that stuff on the It is the, the name of their show, though. It is the name of their show. Penn & Teller's BS. And uh, I hate it when we have to do that to folks. But So I got to protect those radio stations. Try again their, tomorrow. Uh, their licenses, yeah. Feel free to call us tomorrow about uh, JFK on BS. Penn & Teller's BS. 855-450-FREE. SACL-CAI toll-free line. Tom is in Detroit. You're on Free Talk Live, Tom, with Ian, Julia, and Mark.
8: Hey, guys. I have not spoken to you in a while. Welcome, and sir. Tonight is a great night. I'm getting ready to do a late-night barbecue. Fantastic. <laughs> and anyway, know. The uh, time is limited. Uh, well, you know, I had my topics written down, and I do want to speak of them, but you guys also were touching on the Wall Street uh, protesters. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I am really interested, everything that I've listened to, and again, I am an absolute free market person, no government. Uh, but I do listen to Rush Limbaugh just for grins and giggles to get some topics. But he's pretty accurate a lot of times. And most of these these uh, protesters in the uh, the Wall Street protesters, you've got to be kidding me! I mean, I can't believe you guys are actually giving them some credit. <laughs> you know
2: why? What what? Well, and we, what kind of credit? I mean, I don't make it clear.
8: Because. Well, for one, everything I've seen, it's absolutely total liberal stance. You guys don't take a liberal stance. I don't take a liberal stance. We take a freedom. We are of the people just to be. We don't want to be manipulated or governed
0: by anyone.
1: I think all th- there's, there's three people on this show, and I think all three of us express slightly different opinions on that. On Occupy, you mean? Yeah, because I said that, basically what you just said.
2: Well, I think that, uh, you know, there's there's a certain amount of people down there. Let's let's use the terms liber- libertarians and socialists. There's a big movement of socialists down on Wall Street, and there were some libertarians that went in there in order to talk to them because they seemed open to some ideas and opportunities to discuss. You know, what was the percentage? I don't know, 10, 90, uh, 10, 10 to 90, 20 to 80. I don't know what it was, but, um, you know, there were certainly some mixed in there, but I couldn't say other. I couldn't say the percentages.
0: I, I guess what I understand is why are you saying that I shouldn't give them credit for, a, you know, for their protest movement?
2: Well, I, I don't know. I, I guess I was just
8: kind of overwhelmed. Like I like I said, I called in. I'm sure you've heard what I called in about. But I, I was just just absolutely flabbergasted. And this is the first female voice I heard. Uh, I, I I am uh, sorry to be disrespectful. I forget. The lady's name. Julia, okay.
0: Julia, Julia is here tonight.
8: Julia. I'm sorry. That's okay. It, it, the first peep I've heard out of her tonight, I was hoping she would be there, and it's the first peep I've heard. But anyway, uh, regardless, uh, I, I was just really surprised of the credit that you give this Wall Street
9: movement.
2: So, They've done something which is more than most Americans, I guess, is what, uh, you know, I mean, the kind of credit that we're trying to give. These people had... Enough gumption to get up and do something when your average American won't do anything.
0: Okay. Well, let's get back to what I would. Do you disagree with that?
8: Uh, It is is and it isn't. I mean, the bottom line is yes, I do disagree because they are, in my opinion, the disagreement they have is just like most liberals have, which is they have no clue. They're just being misdirected by the, the mass media.
10: But does the Tea Party
0: have a clue?
8: Well, you know what? I I, I don't even want to go there either. I I really want to speak to you guys regarding specific things tonight.
0: All right. Well, hang on. I can bring it back here in a moment. 855-453. That's the SACL CAI toll-free line.
2: I want to call in. I want to talk to you about something I don't want to talk about.
0: 855-450-FREE. You can bring up whatever's on your mind here. This is Free Talk Live. Hour 2 is next. Hi, I'm Derek J. To me, an activist's calling is to actively work to advance a cause. The cause for which I work is personal freedom. I believe my life is best when I engage in voluntary interactions and self-government. I reject the idea that anyone else has a higher claim to my life or my body than I do. I see people who call themselves the government as a threat to my personal freedom. I realize you may feel differently, but my relationship with the people who call themselves the government is completely involuntary. If Starbucks used some of its money to drop bombs, I wouldn't shop there. So why would I support the American empire? The Empire does not require my consent. Derek J.'s Victimless Crime Spree, available now free in HD. See it now at VictimlessCrimeSpree.com. This is Free Talk Live. You can bring us whatever you want here as we launch into the second hour of the program. Phone lines are 855 free That's toll-free, and it's brought to you by SACL, CAI, one 450 3733 Tonight, here with you, it's Ian. And Julia. And Mark. All right, so we're going to go back to your calls here, uh, back to your thoughts. Tom had another uh, issue that he wanted to discuss uh, besides the Occupy movement, so go ahead, Tom.
8: Thank you. I'm... Really appreciative that you helped me over, and thank you, Julia and gentlemen.
10: All right, go ahead, uh, sir.
8: Now, what I really wanted to speak of, <clears throat> I listened to the podcast the other night, which was very interesting. You had a a gentleman on that was a farmer, and he was speaking of the uh, uh, the, the Monsanto seeds, and and he was very well spoken in his farming perspective.
0: I was also and, listening to this, and I thought it was really interesting uh, call and conversation.
2: Same here, this yes. Bill.
8: And and I look at it like this. All right, I am a former, all right, I don't smoke pot anymore, I've given it up, I don't know why, but it just did, might go back someday, but I'm a former grower, and uh, in in the culture of growing, we try to stay pure, and the bottom line is, when it gets uh, polluted with uh, other seed, you will never get the pure back, and that's kind of what inspired me to speak of this. Uh, When we start to dilute it, whether it's genetically or whatever, we will never, ever get that pure seed back again unless somebody preserves it. And we don't know where that's going. Mm -hmm. And so that's, that's kind of what made me think about that. You know, I understand from a farmer's perspective and from us humans, we need food. Let's make the best we can. And I totally agree. Free market deserves, you know, all right. Once we lose the pure seed, it's gone. It's the same thing with the marijuana. When we keep cross breeding it to get this uh, kick, you know, the good, the good uh, 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 skunk weed, as they call it, because it grows fast, it grows short uh, term. We lose all the original what we had it will never be back again because it's now cross-pollinated. Well, you can
0: always grow inside, and that'll prevent
8: cross-pollination.
2: Actually, you can preserve the old seeds, and if you want to get it back, then you plant the the, the pure plants and then get seeds from those plants and propagate them again. I mean, they have seed banks all around the world, right?
8: Oh, I agree. But the problem is, like, say, for instance, it's a good point. The seed banks are in in, in Holland, okay? And they have been cross-pollinated, cross-pollinated, cross-pollinated to get the best. Uh, uh, grow potential that you can, which is fine. And it's, okay, kick ass. But you lose all the original, and who knows where that's going to go. So, anyway, that's just one
0: time. I don't know, man. I I like the pot I smoked today as much as I liked it 10 years ago.
8: <laughs> all right, well, you know, again, I'm, I'm just bringing up. I, Maybe I'm, I'm just I'm not
0: just... a connoisseur or whatever.
8: Oh, no, I'm it's using pot. the pot example as, as I'm talking about food. Okay, yeah. I'm not, I'm using the pot example to to bring up the food example that that the, the people that have against it that hey, once we lose the
0: original yeah. seeds, I see where you're coming from. I don't know if it's. I mean, Mark, you said you're doing some farming at your house. Uh, yes, it's got, not pot plants. You've got some. Uh, you've got some <laughs> tomato plants though, and uh, they're very delicious. I've I've had them. I don't know where the seeds come from, and to me, I really don't care. All I Somebody, care about
2: is how it tastes. Uh, you know, a friend of ours handed us some heirloom seeds, some different varieties. We planted them. Now, the what is an heirloom? Up. Heirloom means that you can take it's not it's not a hybrid and it's not a genetically modified. So it's plant. an
0: original, like uh, Tom's talking about here.
2: Yeah. Well, I mean, and I, I, you know what Tom's saying is that you want to go back to the original original, which of course at that point, uh, you know, corn was this little sort of grain on the end of a, a grass. I mean, one of the things that they've done in order to make the 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 bounty better is to cross-pollinate, you know, make different types of seeds. So, Yeah, and thank goodness for it.
0: Tom, thanks for sharing your thoughts tonight. appreciate hearing from you at 855-450-FREE. Let's continue. Here we've got Dave on the line in California. Dave, you're on Free Talk Live. Hello. Hey, Dave. Go ahead with your thoughts.
5: Hello. How you doing? Uh, sorry to change gears on you guys. but I No, no, no,
0: it's Free Talk Live. Right you can do that. Go ahead.
5: <laughs> uh, I've called a couple of times and, and interested in your ideas. Uh, could I set up a little scenario sure. and, and ask questions about it? Go ahead. Okay, uh, I'll use Ian, but really anyone. Say, if Ian borrows some money uh, from somebody that he doesn't know very well, and uh, like a bank, and uh, of course he could use his house as collateral, which mm-hmm. would probably be standard. But also, I was wondering if he would be willing to pay for an insurance policy against any breach.
0: A breach of contract? Like the
5: contract, if 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 they didn't follow through. Or you didn't follow through with you know the provisions of the contract. Is that something that you'd be interested in? Uh, you know, if it's a reasonable price.
0: So the question is, if I breach the contract or if they be, breach the contract.
5: Well, no matter what, a company would provide the service of adjudicating the contract and then even executing the provisions of the contract. Both now most likely as the borrower you would pay, but uh, you know it could be negotiable the transaction would be insured against either one of you. Yeah, I think there's
0: a market for contract insurance out there, sure.
5: Okay. Um, now, what would happen uh, if, Ian, uh, if you decided to use that same piece of property with another company? what what problems would we run on there? I mean, you know, it's a totally different company.
0: Uh, you mean if I but, were to sublease the property, or in what way no, use it?
5: You, actually, you'd be—I I hate to use you as an example because you'd be kind of like a scoundrel in this scenario. And if you would go out unbeknownst to the bank, the the one lender, and you would go and use that same piece of property that you own, but you use it for another contract, you collateralize
2: collateral. two loans with the same piece of contract unbeknownst to the two uh, the loaners, right? Right. Okay, yeah, so, no, I see what you mean.
5: In, Put the
0: property up as collateral on two contracts. In this case,
2: yeah, uh, what, what you, what you would find is is probably organizations like TransUnion or Equifax or that kind of thing. They'd be looking at uh, you know who did what with what piece of property. I mean, you know, there 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 probably be a better system for defining property than what we have today in a government monopoly system where you have to go through the you know register of deeds or whatever in your town because you know the property I have up here is... It's like 40 rods to the west to the old oak tree formerly owned by Blackie Smith, uh, Forty then, <laughs> then proceeds 130 rods to the north uh, to the stone, the gravestone of uh, f- uh, Pearl Huskins. I mean, it's it's really just that <laughs> awful. And, you know, they probably would have something like there's a pen at latitude, you know, 39.454, uh, you know, dot whatever to 39 whatever. They, they'd have uh, – you know, uh, pen marks in the ground where you know latitudes and longitudes would tell directly where this piece of property was on the globe, and then when somebody started using uh, you know b- plots that were inside that piece of property for to collateralize other other loans, then uh, that would send up red flags, and these well, companies that uh, you know that. But I that- mean,
5: what uh, what I'm saying though is, it sounds like Mark, there would be kind of some company that would just oversee other other. You know people's transactions. Most likely, you know Ian could be you know in two different locations, and nobody would be the wiser. And I was just, my proposal is wouldn't wouldn't there be a benefit to have at least one uh, you know court or one company in a geographical area for these problems? That I we're don't think
2: necessarily about. that's the case. I think the companies could do business with organizations because if I was a loner. And I did this for a living, and I loaned money to people who um, are against their property. I want to know what you're talking. I want to know whether or not what you're talking about is happening. So you know there's an opening in the marketplace for somebody to do business. I'm going to provide the details to the company that would. You know, that, that would collect this information so that I can then get that information otherwise, you know, if they're doing business. I mean, these companies are going to collect this information. And, yeah. you know, no, there are I, three I, I, companies currently that report your credit score. Somehow yeah, or another, I, I, we don't need just one to do it. Well, and
0: there are also companies yeah, that will do title checks and things like that before you buy a house to but make they work sure with the title, government, uh, monopoly the title information. is clear. But, we're right, yeah, but, the but there could certainly is, yeah. be clearinghouses of that information that are not run by the government.
5: Right. No, I, I think those are good points. Uh, my my question though is when it finally gets down to it, when someone has to physically go out and take property that's being promised to someone and physically take that property and give it to the person, it is rare. You know, most people follow through with their contracts, which uh, which is good because most people. Well, that's why
0: they know. have repo men uh, in the you know in the in the marketplace for people that default on agreements. The repo man comes yeah. in and, and takes things course, back it, and. And if it's in the contract that they can do that and you dispute it, then you can go to arbitration and solve the problem there. More coming up. Thanks for the call, Dave. It's Free Talk Live. This is Free Talk Live. Bring up anything you want at 855-453. It's the SACL CAI toll-free line. You can join us on our website over at freetalklive.com and enjoy the features on the site. Listening options are included. We have live streams as well as our radio stations. Over 110 of them listed on our site that you can tune into across the country at various different times throughout the week. There's uh, the satellite listening options, including XM Satellite Radio, where we are heard all seven nights per week. The webcam and uh, more listen lines that allow you to call from any phone that can die a long distance. Go to listen.freetalklive.com. Learn how to get tuned in there. That's listen.freetalklive.com.
2: Bitcoins. If you don't know what bitcoins are, then go to weusecoins.org. They're an online internet currency that's peer-to-peer and open source, and I believe they're going to change the world. If you do know what bitcoins are, listen to this. <laughs> There's a new Bitcoin website out there. It's called blockchain.info and blockchain.info is an online Bitcoin wallet. They also have apps for Android and jailbroken iPhones, and thanks to fancy encryption techniques, blockchain never has access to your money. In fact, they can't even know how much money you're sending or receiving. with blockchain with a blockchain wallet, you can even send bitcoins via email to your Facebook friends or to anyone's cell phone number or just about any country around the world. And this really changes the, the the Bitcoin game. Now people don't have to have had a downloaded a Bitcoin wallet in order to do business with you. You can send Bitcoins right to their cell phone or to their Facebook or to their email or whatever. They offer all that for free at blockchain.info. You can go get your wallet today, blockchain.info.
0: All right, let's continue here. We'll bring up, or you can bring up whatever you want. And uh, let's go to Jack, listening in Houston. You're on Free Talk Live. Hey, Jack. Uh,
11: it's actually Zach. But... Oh,
0: sorry about that, Zach. Right. It's go Jack ahead. now, soldier.
11: <laughs> thank you, thank you. <laughs> um, now, uh, yeah, I was actually calling, I guess it was two callers ago, that was uh, talking about the Occupy movement. And, yes, sir. Uh, then he kind of let in some pot stuff that I want touch on too. But, uh, the, uh, the thing with the Occupy movement is I, I basically, I guess, consider myself an anarcho-capitalist, but I, I disagree with a lot of the stuff that was going on there, but at least for me, um, I'm also a veteran. I got back in 2009. So it was kind of, I had, uh, you know, I'd started really getting into, you know, widening my philosophy rather, I guess, uh, when the whole Occupy movement came on. To me, it was a great test of what exactly is public property. Uh, and so to that effect, I think, I think at least anybody that was really paying attention to it, it helped a lot of people, um, even if you didn't necessarily agree with uh, some, of the, some of the rhetoric that was being thrown around. Uh, so I think anybody that kind of looked down on any challenge of the you know, state to a certain degree needs to needs to look at a lot of the a lot of the stuff that was going on within that movement uh, to see what it was, you know, see what it was kind of all about. Uh, there was definitely people that were misguided that were, you know, obviously asking for more state intervention while being mad about state intervention. But I, I think there was I think there was a lot more to be seen from it. And, uh, I think
1: that uh the uh the private property like you're talking about the public property I thought the same thing too like that's what came to my mind when I look at the occupy movement but I'm curious were you an anarcho capitalist before you uh before the occupy movement last year
11: uh
1: yeah because yeah. you and I have a different perspective on that I think I don't think most people think well th- like they're they don't think, hey, this is public property. For us, the answer is everything should be private. There shouldn't be public property, and this is why. But I think that they are thinking about it completely differently. And, and they is not all of them. I know that there are lots of different people in the Occupy movement, but I think the majority of them is thinking about it like, hey, this is public property. We need everything to be public, but we need to be in control.
11: Definitely, I, I do think there. I think there is that. I think I, I just think that it can be, at least for the for the most part, for people that were kind of that you know share share more of the uh, true free market perspective and the voluntarist and things like that. I think there's there's definitely a, a way that it can be that it can be used as an example for you know for that philosophy rather than it just being an absolute. Oh, these guys were a bunch of you know. These guys were just a bunch of communists and socialists and blah blah blah. blah. I'm yeah. Just being kind of spun off on that Fox News
0: kind of. Yeah, I agree idea. with you about uh, you know looking and, and finding the positives uh, with the with the movement. And because I think they are there, and one of our callers I think it's earlier, interesting,
2: you know, they're as interesting as the diggers from the the seventeenth century. Um, I mean, you know, there's, there's there's some people that uh, you know went on to uh, you know public land. Why haven't you studied this, Ian? Why don't you know who these important people are and who <laughs> you know built foundations in our society? Because they weren't that important. Mm-hmm. Um, they you know they they went on to public land and they started attempting to grow crops on the king's oh, land. Oh,
0: like uh, like Narco Jesse did here at the Central Square in Keene, right. ago. So, I mean, they,
2: they have a lot of parallels to the diggers, and this was a groundswell movement. But, I, you know, ultimately, I don't know what Occupy c- accomplished. And if they couldn't stick together through winter, I mean, when they said that we're going to stay here until we fix things or it gets too cold, it got too cold and they
1: left. I, I, and know, they didn't come back when it got warm enough either. Not really no,
0: impressed. Now they're back again on the same day uh, right before it's going to get cold again. I, I guess oh, I'm so. just not impressed by them.
11: As sad as it is, and now I'm, I'm almost changing changing gears on it as fast as it is like one of those things too that a lot of them at least i think here in houston as well started started kind of working together with some of the public officials after it happened to where it was almost like a, a you know, they they got angry i guess kind of one of those things that i'm only angry at the government until they let me in kind of thing
0: mm, uh, i see where you're coming from interesting observations jack thanks for sharing tonight I appreciate it zach oh darn it zach thanks Appreciate that, too. 855-453. The SACL CAI toll-free line, uh, you can bring up whatever you want. But one of the callers earlier who was uh, complaining about Occupy had said that something to the, his phrase was something to the effect of, uh, well, from everything I've seen, then he went on to say that they're all a bunch of liberals. And, you know, that's understandable if everything you've seen is what you've seen reported or heard reported on, say, conservative talk radio or mainstream media. But uh, that, you know, a statement like that suggests that the person has not actually been to an Occupy, has not actually, you know, interacted with some
2: of these people. What I found at Occupy were some people willing to listen. And a lot of people willing to talk. Mm -hmm. And, you know, the people willing to talk had all the answers on how to fix things. And the majority of the people that I heard giving answers, those answers were what I would call of a liberal bend. But there certainly were some people there interested in having conversations with you. And, you know, I mean, maybe that's a place to go and have some conversations if that's what you want to do. For me, that's what it was about. But I didn't think that they were going to accomplish anything from the beginning.
0: No, of course not. I mean, protest movements never really accomplish anything. They, They make people feel good for a little while i mean they don't accomplish anything when i say they don't accomplish anything i mean from a wider perspective of changing public policy uh, in any sort of pro anything in any significant manner uh, but uh, what they do accomplish is they bring people together uh they allow people to feel like they're doing something significant maybe they are a first step for a number of people on the a road to a larger influence of or larger interaction with the world of activism uh you know a lot of the people whether it's tea party or occupy they got out they waved some signs they met some people who were of a similar mindset as they and they felt good about themselves and to some extent that's a good thing to some extent there's value there did it's it nice have to a, see
2: somebody doing something
0: right did it have an effect on washington dc no it shows resolve. How are you going to have an effect on Washington, D.C.? If you've got an idea there, love to hear that. eight five five four fifty three. but uh, there's more to say. You can take control. Free Talk Live. The successes are piling up and proving the Free State Project is a real movement and no longer just a great idea. When you're planning your move to New Hampshire, consider Keene. Keene is famous for its civil disobedience and non-cooperation, and there's plenty of political opportunity as well. Though it's more than just activism, with regular social events each week. See what's happening at freekeen.com and get connected with video, audio, one of the busiest liberty forums in New Hampshire, and more at freekeen.com. That's freekeen.com. This is Free Talk Live. Dial in toll-free and bring up anything you want. 855-450-FREE is the Seykel CAI toll-free line. And speaking of Seykel CAI, it's something
2: you need to know about if you're running a business. That's right. If They handle accounts receivable. Whatever the issues you have with accounts receivable, and I don't know a business that doesn't. Uh, SACL CAI can handle them. They can handle them with respect. Uh, they know that not only do you need to collect your money, but you need to keep your clients, too. SACL CAI, they handle it for you. You can see their banner at freetalklive.com. It's the top one on the right-hand side of the page. SACL CAI.
0: Let's continue here. You can bring up anything on your mind. 855-450-FREE. We go to William listening in Dallas. You're on Free Talk Live. William. Hey, uh,
9: have you guys talked about Apple uh- lately we've
0: mentioned that they're suing uh samsung in a ridiculous lawsuit
2: over it's already over did they win yes you didn't know that no i didn't hear that oh my god yeah samsung got trashed over round corners on their tablet oh my god does that mean they have to take their product off the market i this is huge settlement i think that the product probably at this point it's uh you know that that issue's passed jeez go ahead william what about it
9: well, yeah, I mean, you know, I was tempted to hear a while back to call in and just complain about Apple. I'm uh, I'm not a big fan of Apple, period. And uh, I thought it was funny on your uh, Bitcoin advertisement a while ago. You had said something about a jailbreak. You can use a Bitcoin app on a jailbroken Apple mm-hmm. iPhone, I guess. Yep. And uh, that's one of the reasons for that is because that doesn't the Apple prevent you from getting you know, they don't want you
0: to download the Bitcoin software? Oh, I I think it probably just has more to do with, uh, I don't think it's necessarily that Apple is against Bitcoin. I think it just has more to do with the fact that Apple is uh, central, has a kind of a centralized control method for the software that is available for their phone. And please, if uh, there's people out there that know the system better than I do, feel free to call and correct me if I get this wrong at 855-450-FREE. But unlike the Android marketplace where anyone can offer software, as I understand it, uh, because I've downloaded software that I was not, it was not good software, um, that uh, Apple vets the software that comes through the Apple distribution system. And so, therefore, if there's no Bitcoin software available, it must be because it hasn't made it through the vetting process for whatever reason. I don't know what those reasons are. Obviously, I'm not the the programmer, so I can't comment on that. But, uh, you know, when you're getting software through Android... You can you can kind of do the vetting in that you look at the software, see how many downloads it has, read the comments, uh, read what people think about the software, and then you know make the decision to download it or not. Whereas Apple is doing all of the vetting, and so all of the stuff that's available is it's got their kind of their stamp on it, if you will. Sort of like how back when I don't know if you ever had a Nintendo, uh, but back in the day, Nintendo cartridges would always have the N- Nintendo seal of approval on there well those were cartridges that had been vetted through Nintendo and had literally gotten their seal of approval to be able to be marketed as uh, official NES cartridges but you could buy off brand cartridges you could buy like this obscure uh like bible carts and things like that stuff that Nintendo would they not approve they had them approve. for Atari
2: 2600 too yeah they
0: had those as well po- like they had like porn games for the Atari 2600 I
2: wouldn't know
1: but- that doesn't seem very exciting
0: no, no, but somebody bought them, uh, and they, uh, you know, they had them, and uh, like you would ejaculate in the porn game is uh, what you were shooting at the <laughs> aliens or something like. that. not that clever? Yeah. <laughs> uh, so yeah, so there there have always been these sort of off brand things, but you can't do that with Apple phones unless you've jailbroken the phone, and then you can install whatever you want.
9: Yeah. The, well, the, one of the reasons why I was mentioning this, like my, I, I kind of have a cartoon hatred for Apple. And it's because of my own experience using their products.
2: You said you have a cartoon
0: hatred?
9: Yeah. Kind of like Yosemite
0: Sam.
10: Ooh, that rabbit makes me (laughs) so burn!
2: Like that kind of cartoon hatred?
9: I'm telling you, you know, like, uh, I'll put it this way. I went from zero on a PC. I went from zero to an advanced user in about four months. On Apple, I went from zero to about, you know, uh, very, very below novice level on Apple of a year-and-a-half research and all that kind of stuff. So you're saying but Apple is
0: harder to... for you to learn than uh, yes. Windows?
9: Yeah.
2: I would have thought yes, that the uh, claim was is that they were easier to use than um, Windows. I've but. been baffled, I, I
9: have to say. Maybe I... I'm a... Maybe I'm an idiot. I mean, that could be the case. I'm
2: not making that claim. For me, I I, you know, I mean, I went from being sort of mildly not interested in Apple products myself to seeing this story, and you know, I'm not going to claim to be the most informed person on this story, but just you know, it made me want to vomit the 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 ruling that the jury had. Uh, You know, I get it was a jury case yes wow some of these companies have to protect whatever they have to protect but uh you know when i saw a google video where you know apple wins based on round corners on their tablet or something like that i'm just like so disgusted intellectual property the way that uh you know these things are protected and it just made me not ever want to get involved with apple in any way hey but
9: yeah that's a tiny reason i mean that what I have is reason 371 not to get one, but I read I, I read an article today, and maybe now you're making me wonder if, if y'all haven't heard about it, I'm wondering if it was a legitimate story, but from what I understand, Apple is shooting for a patent that will uh, allow uh, the Apple internet, you know, like if you have an iPhone or whatever, let's just talk about iPhone, if you have it uh, near a quote-unquote sensitive area, it will disable the camera, and, yeah. uh, yeah. wireless and internet. And I'm sitting here trying to think like. How is that helping the customer? You know, if I'm trying to sell you. No, a it's helping the government.
2: Yeah, basically, the the Apple will uh, allow police departments to have some kind of disable the iPhone app, That's and scary. that was the other thing that uh, you know, to disable the cameras this, on It the disables iPhone. the cameras and and connectivity, so you can't tweet from uh, protests mm-hmm. or something like that, or record you police know. abuse. Right. I mean, you know, what <laughs> kind of service is that to a citizen or a customer? Because it's not a service to either. And any company Sick. that would collude with a government to do this. I I mean, try to imagine for a second this isn't about the United States government, and I don't think it necessarily is. But imagine it's the government of Miramar or Egypt or Iran. That is total tyrannical bullcrap, and I can't believe Apple would be involved in it.
9: Well, I can't. Yeah, that, that, I'm not surprised Apple. Google would probably do it, I it too. There's...
1: I don't think they would. I think yeah. Google is slightly not as bad. They Google
2: just told uh, some government agency to go take a long walk off a short pier. In what, are, in what area? I'm going to have to look it up. I'm curious about but that because obviously with... they're
0: helping China, you know, censor their
2: internet. The only reason they were helping China censor their internet and they, they claimed that the reason they did that. I mean, you know, it's an apology, but they claim the reason they did that is so that they could get in and provide information to
0: people. I get it. Look, yeah. I get it. I, I agree with you that That's... Apple's more objectionable, though.
9: That's a little different, you know. But you know, the thing is, you know, imagine if you're at a traffic stop and a, and a, you know, uh, the officer has that whatever signal to turn off your camera and your internet and all that. I mean, I don't That's know. Scary. It just sounds. It's you more know, I mean, likely it to be
0: implemented uh, at the you know protest level rather than at a traffic stop. But in theory, why not? if it works, it works. In theory, it could be. I share your concerns, William. I thank you for the call tonight, sir. Why right.
2: would a police? Why would the police? Why would any police agency at all not want to have these things running around full time in their police cruisers and any other place that they can get? Well, it we running? don't
0: know what the mechanism is to shut that. I don't down. either. It's I'm little... just
2: imagining it's some kind of broadcast device.
0: We don't know what that what that is. It may be that they have to address a certain area with software, and you have to request it in advance. They or, may. So who knows how easy that is to uh, to implement at this point? But it is there, and uh, and you know one of the first things I learned about Apple that I didn't like because uh, I was using them in high school, where the school board had a deal with. Uh, apple to you know, basically load the school up with uh, with macintoshes in every single room uh so that was my experience with uh, with apple and when I learned about them I learned that they cost a lot of money uh, you look
2: at <laughs> that's just offensive, to Ian.
0: You look at the uh, you, well, if you look at what you get for an, an Apple product versus what you would pay for a Windows machine or a Linux machine,
2: you're going to be paying more. I found and, Apple users have uh, you know that they're happy with the amount of money that they spend on their Apple products, and so as far as the cost goes, as far, if they're happy with it, I'm happy with it. My problem is is their relationship with coercive governments, and it seems to be far too cozy.
0: Well, I you know, I'm a computer geek. I like to build my own computers and you can't do that with You can Apple. make a
2: Hackintosh.
0: You can make a Hackintosh now, but for the longest time that was not possible. Now it is possible, but it's still it's iffy. You know, you're going to possibly run into some issues doing that. Eight five five, four fifty three. That's a hobby. You can't really make a serious computer to work on.
10: This is
0: Free Talk Live, and you can bring up anything you want at 855-450-FREE. Take control of these airwaves here, 1-855-450-3733. Those other airwaves over there, you probably don't get to take control of those. Uh, They are run by the Conserva clones, or the liberal uh, clones of Rush Limbaugh, but kind of the reverse. Kind of what the liberal shows are like, right? Doing Rush Limbaugh's thing, but... With the liberal perspective. 855-450-FREE. We don't do that here. We let you take control. You can bring up anything that you want tonight with you. It's Ian. And Julia. And Mark. Inviting you to our website, freetalklive.com. Head over there and enjoy all the features. And if you like the show... Uh, You can support Free Talk Live in a variety of different ways. One of those is by promoting us. Go to promote.freetalklive.com, and you'll see different ways to promote Free Talk Live on there, Uh, and they're uh, mostly free. Some of them are very low cost, like, for instance, printing out flyers. Doesn't cost a whole lot of money to print things out, but there's a small cost involved. Uh, you can print out flyers. You can put web banners up on your site. You can uh, also download graphics and then use those to do whatever you would like. Uh, go to promote.freetalklive.com. Also, instructions are there as to how to get a free bumper sticker. Once again, that's uh, promote.freetalklive.com. You know what we need to add up there is uh, Twitter. We need to add Twitter up there. It's not on that list of things to do. Uh, so, uh, one of the things you can do with Twitter... Is you can retweet Free Talk Live, of course, and we post useful things that things that you think are interesting that your friends would would enjoy. And you can also obviously follow us. But we're doing something new with Twitter besides posting to it more frequently, which is something we've been doing for the last several weeks. We've got a new, uh, I don't know, promotion, gimmick, whatever you want to call it. It's going to be Twitter Tuesdays, and obviously it's Monday right now. Uh, depending on which time zone you're listening to the show in, uh, but when we're doing when we're recording this, it is Monday. And uh, so, what we're doing is we're going to announce Twitter Tuesdays now. If you, within the next 24 hours or so, are to uh, tweet at Free Talk Live. So, if you're a Twitter person, you probably know what I'm talking about. If you don't know what I'm talking about, it means to put the at symbol in front of the words Free Talk Live all run together because that's our name on Twitter, twitter.com slash Free Talk Live all run together. So, if you do at Free Talk Live on Twitter, whether it's just something, you know, whatever you want to say about Free Talk Live, at Free Talk Live us in the next 24 hours. And we will follow you on Twitter. So you'll be followed by Free Talk Live if you tweet at us within the next uh, 24 or 27 hours or so. Make sense? Makes
2: sense. Okay. So people are already doing it. We're already Lots of, following them. Yeah. I mean, I don't know what the value is to the following and all that stuff, but uh,
0: people want followers. Yeah. So sure. Free Talk Live will follow you if you tweet at us. And it helps us because if you tweet at us, then that helps with search results and, you know, creates trends involving Free Talk Live. And at the very least... I've seen that. At the very least, it'll alert your friends to Free Talk Live, the people that are following you on Twitter. So, there you go. I'm one of those
1: old people that doesn't get Twitter. You are? Yeah.
0: I didn't get it for a long time. I feel like I have a slight grasp on it (laughs) at this point. I know how to do it. Yes. We are better at Twitter now than we've ever been. And uh, we are now... Getting into the point where we're doing this Twitter Tuesdays thing. And so we're going to be doing it next week and the week after that. So if you're listening to the podcast, like last week we tried this out just randomly on a Wednesday. And it worked really well. We got dozens of people tweeting at Free Talk Live. And we followed them all back. So that worked. And uh, so we're going to do it regularly because we announced it on the show. Just kind of off the cuff. Like, hey, let's try this out. Next 24 hours, if you tweet at Free Talk Live, we'll follow you back. We had a guy tweet at Free Talk Live yesterday. And so I had to respond to that, saying, "Well, look, we're only doing this on Twitter Tuesday, so you have to tweet at at us tomorrow because we want it all to happen in a short time frame. Because then it's more relevant to searches and things like that. Uh, it's more exciting, you know. We can build something around it at that point. If we're just Always saying, "Hey, tweet at us anytime, and we'll follow you." It would be very difficult for yeah, us we're because, trending, right? Because then we have to, you know, we've got to click on everybody that tweets at us, and it takes time to follow people. So we're going to compress that into that one twenty-four twenty-seven hour period. Uh, so starting tonight, even though it's technically Monday, we're calling it Twitter Tuesdays, and uh, you can do that, and we appreciate it. So once again, tweet at Free Talk Live on Tuesday. So if you're a podcast listener and you're hearing this later in the week, you know. That on Tuesday, whether you're listening live or not, if you tweet at FreeTalk Live, we'll follow you back. So 855-450-FREE, 450 3733 Eric has been waiting patiently in Ohio. You're on FreeTalk Live, Eric.
8: Hey, uh,
12: sitting on hold, I got a bunch of topics to talk about. But, okay, um,
0: pick one or two. Yeah,
12: you're, you're correct about the, the Apple thing. They're very proprietary when it comes to any of their stuff, especially with their apps. They've everything. Unlike with Android, you don't even have to like uh, root your phone to install third parties to to Android. So that's, you're you're right on that part. Um, I was calling a few calls back. The guy who was called to follow up on the GMO thing, and I had one thing about that that uh, Mark and Stephanie touched on yesterday, but it was extremely quick. But it comes to the uh, the Terminator seeds. Yes, which which basically they were talking about seed saving and Monsanto coming after them for saving the genetically altered seeds. But if my next door neighbor is growing a crop that uses basically a Terminator seed and I'm using heirloom seeds on my crop and their pollen cross-pollinates with me, I save all my seeds, but then plant them next year and nothing grows.
10: You're screwed, yeah.
12: You're totally screwed. So when it comes to something like that, it's it, it, almost like any other kind of you are polluting your neighbor's land or something.
0: Yeah, like that's that. a good point. I mean, if if you're a farmer and the Monsanto Terminator seed blows onto your crop, you should have the ability to uh, to sue for damages.
12: Right, and like in the current with our current system, like that would ever get you anywhere. You'd be if you were a farmer, you'd be totally bankrupt because you wouldn't know by the time all your stuff didn't grow. Mm -hmm. underwater, you
0: know, so. Yikes, but instead, Monsanto is suing the people who end up getting cross-pollinated product, uh, you know, crops with the Monsanto product. If they are not a Monsanto customer, they could possibly face a lawsuit, which is one of the things y'all were talking about last night. Yep. Right,
12: and especially if they start going into other types of crops that start having these terminator seeds, if. Something may be cross-pollinated with wild plants, and then we start having all these other effects farther down the chain. Now, now isn't that I also
0: true the- with? I mean somebody mentioned hybrid seeds uh, last night, and these hybrid seeds only grow one crop, right? So, isn't aren't they? I don't
2: think that the hybrid seeds only grow one crop. I that think was that what they, what
0: I, I thought I heard that guy I, say that last night.
2: I think that um, with a hybrid seed. Let's see. Do you Grace know, Go ahead.
0: Bag. It's kind of a
12: mixed bag. Some of them will grow. Some of them will grow something completely different.
2: Right. That's what I'm thinking. Um, hmm.
12: Just like, you know, if you take, say, a uh, uh, Gala apple... And you plant the seed from the gala apple, you might get a totally different tree because that seed has nothing
0: to do with the gala apple that has been
2: in. Interesting. Yeah. Now, so, I thought that had to do with grafting, but, you know, I'm, I'm wouldn't no expert. But would that, in theory,
0: wouldn't, you know, uh, couldn't hybrid plants also, you know, cross pollinate and screw up an heirloom batch? Uh,
12: yeah, I, I wouldn't be surprised if, if something like that could happen. Are there
0: lawsuits about that? Do farmers, you know, go after each other who, uh, you know, cross pollinate and.
12: Not that I know of. I haven't looked into this particular topic too much. I was just thinking about it, that you could totally screw your next-door neighbor or on accident, and you never know that
0: that. Maybe it's just because that's just the way it goes. You know, hey, you can't help but the wind's going to be cross-pollinating crops and exactly. things like that. That's how it's going to be. But that's, that hasn't saved the farmers from being sued by Monsanto, apparently. And no, I wonder I how many that, of those... Hmm?
12: That happened with uh, um, some a, a rapeseed farmer up in Canada that their next-door neighbor was growing the Roundup, you know, resistant kind. And then over, you know, five, ten years, his crop basically ended up getting the mutation to resist Roundup. And Monsanto just came over and sued him because they had the DNA mixed with their Man. own plant. So then, and yeah, totally-
2: when it comes to this suing thing, when Monsanto comes down on you as just sort of a regular farmer, you're not going to have done. a chance in yeah. the uh, civil system as it exists today. And, I mean, you, just, you can't afford to fight them. I
0: wonder how many of those suits end up with a settlement out of court as opposed to somebody fighting. All and of actually them. Because, but I wonder, like, could you fight that and win and just be like, what the hell am I supposed to do? It's I'm downwind. How am I supposed to— Prevent myself from being infected by your, uh, your technology. and I don't know. Uh, maybe it's right, just that they're too scared to take it that far, I, because well, it would be too expensive. Even
12: the, one, even the ones who have taken it that far, the the uh, justice system is so stacked in the big guy's favor that the little guy doesn't have a chance at all. And even with some of these cross-pollinations, that. are they're just like the plants that are growing along the road because seeds from previous crops have flown off of a truck from down the down the way. So,
10: thanks for night. sharing Your tonight, Eric. I appreciate
12: it. the
0: information and uh, thanks for the call. 855 free the Sakel CAI toll-free line. As we are preparing for Hour number 3, which is coming up, you can take control, bring up anything that you'd like. one 450 3733 Coming up, teenager investigated by the FBI over a video without Ron Paul. It's Free Talk Live. We are launching into the third hour of the program. Take control of the airwaves here at 855 450 free. That's 1 855 450 3733. You can join us on our website. Head over to freetalklive.com and enjoy the features that are on the site for you. Uh, you can actually control the content there as well. So when you find something online that you think is interesting, you can submit it as show prep. Over at freetalklive.com. And whatever it is, it can be something fun, serious, informative, whatever you think our listeners and the hosts would enjoy. You submit it there, categorize it, write a little description, and then it shows up on the upcoming stories page on the website wherein it must receive a certain number of votes to be promoted to the front page of the site so more people see it, so we're more likely to see it and possibly talk about it on these here radio waves. You can go to freetalklive.com and get interactive. It's free, of course. That's live com as we go right into you and your thoughts here. We've got Dane on the line, listening in California. Dane, what's on your mind tonight? Yeah, hello. Hi, Dane.
13: Uh, let me turn my radio down.
0: All right, that's always a good okay. idea.
13: I uh, hope I can hear you all right. Go ahead, sir. This is my telephone thing here. Yeah, I've, I've just uh, first time I've been listening the last this last week. I guess you guys are associated with the Free State Project.
0: Yes, absolutely. I'm a Free State Project participant, as are uh, the other hosts in the uh, the other chairs tonight. Uh, we all moved here to New Hampshire back in 2006, fairly early movers uh, with the Free State Project. And uh, I love the idea. What do you think?
13: I think it's great. Um, in fact, uh, what really turned me on recently was that I just uh, got an article up on our website at uh, paradisefoundation.net Uh, essentially, uh, the New Hampshire Rastafarian wins his case. And I thought that was just a beautiful article. And I have a feeling it has something to do with the influence of the Free State Project people and the whole environment in which uh, you've uh, placed yourself. You but, uh,
0: are absolutely correct. In fact, uh, it's more than just an influence. It's a direct influence in that uh, on the jury was a Free State Project participant. Uh, her name was uh, is Kathleen. And if you go to freekeen.com and scroll down, you can find a link to Kathleen's uh, interview here on Free Talk Live, as well as her uh, post that she made. She sent Last me Friday. A- Yeah, she sent me uh, something via email that she had written up about her experience being on that jury as somebody who is a liberty-loving person, as someone who advocates for jury nullification. That is your right as a juror to vote not guilty based on your feelings about the law, uh, whether or not you think it's a good law. And she wrote up her experience, and I posted that as an exclusive over freekeen.com. So, yeah, absolutely, it was the Free State Project all the way from top to bottom that made that, uh, that situation occur. Because the Free State Project participants who've been elected to office in New Hampshire had uh, basically assisted and created that uh, jury nullification bill – that allowed this to be more possible, that is going to allow more of this coming up in 2013. You're likely going to hear more about jury nullification coming out of New Hampshire if everything goes as planned. And then, so on the political side, it uh, it made a difference. And then on the inside the courtroom side, the Free State Project also made a difference directly.
13: That's, that's great. I'm really glad to know that people are that involved. And uh, yeah, I know uh, one gentleman, a, he's a Free State Project participant. I don't know if I should give his name, but uh, he uh, helped to bring... Uh, people to hawaii uh bill cooper and his daughter and uh, they did a lot of uh things there in hawaii you know william cooper milton william cooper i know you know who that is
2: i don't know who he Uh, is no it's a lot of people in the free state project
13: interesting william cooper the guy that wrote behold a pale horse the book and had the hour of the time radio program you haven't heard of him huh? no
0: i'm afraid not the freedom is a pretty big place
13: so i recognize
2: the name now that you've mentioned it but i mean i don't know anything about him
13: Interesting. Okay, maybe the audience... Is there another way to participate with the audience? I guess they can choose to respond or not if they care to, huh? Well, uh, yeah, William Cooper, I'm surprised. Yeah, The Hour of the Time was a radio program that ran from 1992 through 2000 when they murdered him in front of his house on the evening of November 5th to 6th uh, in the morning. morning. Apparently a premeditated murder. Uh, Forensic specialist uh, Craig M. Proterelli, M.D., with over 500 uh, forensic cases under his and belt. And who was attorney. his killer? Were, were, who uh, did this? we The specifics are hard to say. Uh, he's examining reports, you understand. Years later, he didn't have a chance to examine bodies and things uh, uh, himself.
0: How, now, you said uh, this William Cooper was a member of the Free State Project?
13: No, no. Never said that. I said my friend uh, that got him the gigs in Hawaii, the speaking Oh, movements. I see. I got gotcha. you uh, in Hawaii in 1991. He, he talked. He spoke on uh, KNBI radio and K108, and um, he did. Uh, they went to the. Uh, they had the Ohana lunch. So they meeting. didn't catch the killer, is what you're saying? Uh, no, oh. no. Uh, this That's we, we all we know the names of the people that were present, but exactly who did what is hard to say because there's no video. I've been able to determine that much by contacting the Apache County Sheriff's Department, or uh, I think it was Eager Police, one of the two. I've I've, uh, I've lost track, but at any rate, we're, we'll get that eventually.
0: So, why do you, yeah. you know, any speculation on why he was killed? Any any idea whatsoever?
13: Well, if you've heard his radio show, it'd be obvious to you. If you've read his book, it'd be obvious to you. Um, Behold the pale horse. has actually written several, but really, it really came to. The radio show was the main thing, and, and the movements that he started, including the Citizens Agency for Joint Intelligence, which was – the name was modeled after MAJI, which is the Majority Agency for Joint Intelligence, because he and was – And what was uh, that? Well, it's a long story. Bill Cooper, I mean, to start from the beginning, I don't know – We don't have a time. a
0: time for a long story. I'm just curious as to what the uh, this agency was. What were their goals? What was its purpose?
13: Well, it's in the name. Uh, It's made up of of citizens uh, of the United States of America. Uh, We uh, do joint intelligence in that we do research to find out what the truth is ourselves. We don't believe what we hear and read necessarily, but we do listen to, as Joe put it, listen to everyone, read everything, uh, you know, and decide for ourselves what is true from our own research rather than just what we're told.
0: That sounds like a good thing. Why would, uh, you know, you're, you're claiming that they killed him because of that?
13: No, it's not just the research. It was a lot of things. I mean, he was involved in organizing the militia of the federal state, which, you know, sometimes, yeah, and and a lot of things you have to hear. his. his That explains why I'd
0: never heard of the guy, because I am totally not connected with the militia movement at all. I find it dangerous uh, to the liberty movement. I I think that it's fine for people to, you know, if that's what you want to do, by all means, go and Hang out with your friends and do militia-like things. But uh, for me, it's a red flag whenever somebody says they're in a militia. It uh, makes me think they're probably a federal agent, uh, probably an agent provocateur trying to uh, to f- foment violence amongst the liberty movement. And I think that violence is the – if the liberty movement is violent or advocates for violence, then it's the death knell for our movement. I'm not saying it's okay what happened to him. It sounds terrible what happened to him, but it, it explains why I'd never heard of the guy. I just don't know who any of those uh, those heroes of the militia are. And, Dane, good luck with you, and uh, thanks for the call tonight. 855-450-FREE. That's the SACL-CAI toll-free line. We had this dude come come around uh, here in Keene, and within five minutes of meeting him uh, with a you know group of liberty activists, this guy was talking about how he was in a militia. Mm-hmm. And immediately, like other people, and not just mine, but other people's... Uh, a demo actually was the first first guy that uh, encountered him, and he came in and he said, "This guy's really creepy."
2: The ever-present and, uh, Liberty game
0: of spot the Fed, and uh, well, it may not have been a Fed necessarily. It could just simply be someone working for the Feds, in that it, like it could be an informant, uh, for instance, some sort of a confederate placed in there, but. Either way, uh, it made me uncomfortable, right? The guy's talking about being in a militia right out the gate, but when asked questions about his membership in a militia, he was very secretive uh, about it, not interested in talking about
2: it. He wants to tell you you're in a militia, but he won't tell you anything about his membership in the militia. Right.
1: He, I met him at Porkfest because he came up to me, and he was like really weird about trying to get my Facebook information, mm. and uh, you can't search for me.
0: Did he know who you were?
1: I'm not sure. Hmm. He was very creepy. And I didn't know this was the same guy. You actually had asked me later, like, do you know that guy? And, but he was really weird, kind of saw me from far away, like made eye contact and came over and then was just like trying really hard to get my information. And he was creep.
0: Yeah, I didn't want to tip you off to him in advance, and I saw you talking with him, so I asked you after the fact to see if you, you know, what your experience was with him. Just having not been tainted by what I might tell you about him, and yeah, you had had a creepy experience, as had many other people. So I think you got to follow your instincts when it comes to that. But you know,
2: it's not not everybody in a, in a militia is necessarily some creepster or anything like that. No,
0: but- I don't think so. I don't think that's true. I just think that uh, being in a militia makes you more likely to be violent that's just what i believe or more likely to advocate violence and i think that advocating or being violent is not going to win the liberty movement anything at all being violent will just give them what they're looking for it will give the government people the excuse that they're looking for to crack down harder and to hurt more people and it, gi- it justifies their violence 855 free you take control This is Free Talk Live. Join us on the air or online. 855-450-FREE. You may get on and talk about whatever you want. 1-855-450-3733. And join us over on the website over at freetalklive.com, where you can enjoy all the features there uh, for free, including the shrine of female listeners, dozens of ladies who've taken the time to send in their validated photo or a video. To show that they're listeners of the program, go to shrine.freetalklive.com, see it there. And if you're a lady listener, get details on how to become part of the Shrine at
2: shrine.freetalklive.com. Join more than a million people who've trusted LegalZoom.com for their common legal documents. You can incorporate your business or create a will or a living trust or even register a trademark. They're empowering you and protecting you with common legal documents people trust at LegalZoom.com. I've made my will over at LegalZoom.com, and uh, Fortune Magazine calls them blessedly simple. I'd have to agree completely. They ask you some questions, it, uh, then your computer spits out a document, and that document is uh, recognized you know, all over the United States. You can go to LegalZoom.com, use coupon code FTL. FTL is in Free Talk Live. Save $10 on your order. It's LegalZoom.com.
0: All right, so we continue with you and your thoughts. Cindy's in Miami Beach, and you're on Free Talk Live. Hey, Cindy.
14: Oh, hi, uh, Ian and Mark. Uh, I don't know, Kathleen, right?
0: Uh, No, Julia's Uh, in the studio tonight.
14: Julia, all right. Uh, Yeah, I called up, and I've been thinking about what I wanted to say, and maybe I'm not that prepared for some of these issues, but I just want to touch on two issues. One is uh, Monsanto, I believe, has won the cases. The court deems the... uh, the trespassing of you know the polluting with the, with intermixing their seed on other people's land with their seed as true and unfortunately they have consistently won these mm. types of cases and i I blogged on the farm wars and I got all caught kind up of broke my libertarian stance <clears throat> on Monsanto, santo but i I think the real issue is is the trespassing issue unfortunately uh
10: which uh,
0: which issue is that
14: it's, they're, they're seen. They're seen intermixing. I see. With, uh,
10: Isn't and that and
2: pollution they, not trespassing?
14: In the well, they're, they're seen intermixing with, with uh, normal pure seed. That, that's, uh, Isn't uh, pollution non-hybrid. a trespass?
2: I don't know. I mean, I suppose, it's an unwanted it encroachment onto your property. It's a specific of course, type of trespass. It is.
14: All right. That's a very key to a libertarian, I believe. I believe it's a libertarian perspective that trespassing, is, pollution is a form of trespassing on our assault. You if you shoot a bullet up in the air it comes down I top of someone else, it's uh you know, someone else a couple of miles away, boom, it's you know Manslaughter. Same kind of thing is pollution, you know.
0: Yeah, I get your point. And, 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 and... you Certainly, uh, Monsanto, as was pointed out last night, uh, the problem with them isn't that they're great at developing seeds and things like that. It's that they're, uh, they're attacking small farmers using the intellectual property laws in this country. And if they weren't allowed to do that, if we didn't have intellectual property laws in the first place, well, first of all, Monsanto, Monsanto never wouldn't would not be as big, big.
2: farm, um, right. you know, be big agra at that point. There yeah. wouldn't be big agra if it wasn't for um, intellectual property.
0: Right.
14: Right. So what was the yeah, second they, 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 issue? Oh, well, you already
0: yeah. covered, covered the second issue.
2: Uh, what yeah, else did you want pat- to
14: share? Yeah, the patting of jeans and stuff with Mark's, I mean, the, yeah, the Mark's just saying. Uh, yeah, another, the other issue is the Occupy Wall Street. Now, yes, i had a lot of free time on my hands because I'm not working, unfortunately. I lost my ride with my taxi, so it's putting a damper on my life and going to uh, New Hampshire. Uh, but uh, I was going to tell you. Yeah, I, so I've been studying a little bit about the levelers movement or the diggers. hmm and also, uh, also uh, some of the work of uh, Kevin Carson and uh, Roger Glan on uh, the, the book "Markets, uh, Not Capitalism," and his other book in defense of uh, libertarian defense of communal property. Uh, so I, I now Carson uh, Kevin Carson
0: isn't he one of those uh, geo libertarian types? No, nah,
14: mar- market anarchism. I think okay. there's a difference. I think there's.
0: What is that? What does it mean to be in defense of communal property? Can you tell me what that's about?
14: I think that we're not talking about private. You see, the problem is right now that that state property is sort of like treated sort of like private property. And by the state,
0: it own, is treated like that. Yeah, they treat it like do. they own it.
14: Who's going to own, you know, uh, the roads? You know, that could be tyranny. Before that, the roads were a path. Okay, and then. And, uh,
0: uh, tri- well, it could be tyranny, uh, but that wouldn't probably end up working out too well because most people in the business world are interested in serving their customers, not hurting their customers so the the paranoid belief they're interested
2: in making a buck in a lot of cases
0: yeah the paranoid but you don't make a buck unless you serve your customers or if you uh,
2: do collude with the government or if you're a
0: monopoly but in the roads world there would be competition through in theory by other roads And if they raise the price too much, then other alternatives would come up, for instance, like helicopters or something else that people could use, some sort of gyrocopter that people could use to get up and and over those roads. So I tend to not worry too much about uh, the the tyranny of the road owner, because right now we do have a tyrant that owns the roads. It's the government. Exactly. Hey, thanks for the call. I appreciate it, Cindy. Enjoy the weather down there. 855-450-FREE, the SACL-CAI toll-free line. Let's continue with Nat listening in Detroit. You're on Free Talk Live. Hello, Nat. Nat in Detroit going once. Nat in Detroit going twice. We'll try putting him on hold. Maybe he's in a
2: bad cell. They shut the cell phone uh, towers down.
0: We have Matt listening in Utah. Matt in Utah. You're on Free Talk Live.
7: Hey, how's it going?
0: What's on your mind tonight, Matt?
7: Uh, just looking into uh, investing in some Bitcoins. I know Mark's big on them. I'm a uh, fan. In... You're a fan? I'm a fan. Good. I was hoping to get some advice. I was wondering who you used for your wallet and how you went about. I mean, I don't, I don't know how much you invested in them, but I'm looking to do a sizable amount and uh, kind of nervous about it. It's my first time dealing with
2: bitcoin so you can have as much protection on your wallet as you want to have um i'd like to say i've had you know a a number of bitcoins a good number of bitcoins on just a wallet on my regular laptop in the past and life went okay that way the worst time i had is when i trusted a bitcoin wallet on the internet now as I understand blockchain.info has a different setup than these other bitcoin wallets on the internet have uh, have had that's the claim uh, but I'm once bitten twice shy and yeah. I you know tend to want to back up my main wallet as a vault um you know, in uh, on a computer. Ian, you are basically doing this for me now and you've researched a, a way to do it. Do you want to? Um, well, yeah, I mean,
0: it's it's not hard to do. You can just look over on uh, there's like if you just search for the best way to store Bitcoins or something like that, it's on the Bitcoin talk forums mm-hmm. uh, where there's a, there are probably several threads, but there's at least one thread that comes up prominently when you search for uh, keeping your bitcoins safe. Uh, on how to do that, how to create a Bitcoin wallet in a safe environment in which you know there aren't any Trojan horses lurking about to capture your information, uh, that sort of thing. So there's some there's some research that needs to be done. Like you could go out, download the Bitcoin client right now, and go buy a few bitcoins and be fine. There'd be no risk. You whatsoever. could probably put them on
2: Blockchain.info, and you'd probably be fine too. Yeah. But
0: but there's some research involved. Like if you're going to get a bunch of bitcoins, take the time to learn about how to store them safely. The information is out there, and uh, good luck, Matt. Thanks for the call tonight. appreciate it. Of course, when you're ready, you can get your Bitcoins at Instant. We'll tell you a little bit about that in a moment here. 855-450-FREE. You can bring up anything you want. Take control. This is Free Talk Live. Take control of the airwaves. Dial in toll-free. free 855-450-FREE. That's the SACL CAI toll-free line. 1-855-450-3733. You can join us online over at freetalklive.com where you can enjoy all the features on the site. freetalklive.com. If you've got some Bitcoins and you'd like to share them with us, you can do that. Uh, We have the Bitcoin tip jar to allow you to do that, but you first have to have Bitcoins in order to do so. And you can learn more about them at WeUseCoins.org. There's a good little intro video that takes less than two minutes of your time right there. But there's more to learn. That's just to give you an idea of what they're all about. Uh, And then once you've uh, satisfied your thirst for knowledge about the Bitcoin and you're ready to jump in, you can do that with BitInstant.
2: Yeah, matter of fact, BitInstant uh, does sponsor the Bitcoin tip jar at Bitcoin.freetalklive.com. Isn't that correct? That's right. So you can go over there and uh, see their banner. Uh, BitInstant.com is the best way to get your bitcoins. You can uh, put deposit money at more than seven hundred and fifty thousand locations worldwide. Whether it's a major bank or Walmart or CVS or Seven uh, Eleven, you know whatever it might be, it, it, there's one likely within ten miles of your home. Maybe, maybe even less. BitInstant.com. Make your deposit, and you'll likely have your bitcoins by the time you. Uh, get back to your computer. Uh, we should, uh, actually just uh, talked to somebody who, uh, I believe, uh, Stephanie, our Sunday host, uh, made deposit through Dwolla. So you cool. can do do that, too. com. I don't know. Uh, I wasn't familiar with it until I got into the Bitcoin community, but I guess it's a competitor to PayPal. So you can make deposits even online. BitInstant.com.
0: All right. 855-450-FREE. Right back into your phone calls. We go to Bob, listening in Indy to WXNT. Hey, Bob.
9: Hey, what's going on, man? Hey,
0: what's on your mind tonight?
9: Hey, um, actually, um, I was dozing off. And I thought I heard somebody talking about helicopters.
2: Um, yes. yes, you yes. were talking That's about uh, helicopters and gyros
0: As a solution to uh, tira- the theoretical t- tyr- tyrannical road owner who could possibly take over in the free market of roads.
9: Well, couldn't there be like a Free Talk Live helicopter where we can cruise around and take care of business?
0: Uh, I don't know what kind of business you're looking to take care of from the helicopter, but no,
9: well, I mean you know go around and you know, you know do do what you do. You know what I mean? Like have the free talk live helicopter, just like everybody has their buses. Yeah,
0: Coming to
2: you live from like, the free yeah, talk live helicopter. helicopter Trying to broadcast
0: with all that noise in the background would really bug me.
9: Yeah, it probably freaked me out too. I don't know. I thought it was a good idea, but. Um, if we can afford a helicopter, then it really might be a good expensive, idea.
0: Expensive, by the way. It's it's not cheap to uh, to fuel up a helicopter and, and keep that sucker running. Gyrocopters, on the other yeah. hand, probably a little more affordable.
2: Don't you build
11: those? Yeah. yeah, I think the bus might be a better choice.
0: No doubt, no doubt. But I just hate leaving the Shire. I just don't like to. You know, I I try not to leave New Hampshire if I can avoid it. So i just I'm hey, the hey, worst person to, to go on a, a bus tour with. Because you won't go. I almost right, did. Yeah once <laughs> you tried to talk me into it mark but actually then i ended up trying to talk you into it and it didn't we just didn't end up fleshing it out
9: but actually beyond the except for the police you should come to uh, indianapolis and visit sometime it's pretty cool except for the police
0: yeah well that's my problem with going other places is the police and i don't want to go yeah. to other places I because i you know i have i'm a not real... sure
1: that's healthy what do you mean? That you bad. completely avoid doing anything in your life that might be fun because you're afraid of the police, which wouldn't bother you if you're just being a tourist and doing what you're doing. Largely,
2: the police don't bother you. Mm,
0: yeah, except yeah, if, if you're, you're taking pictures people, and they don't like that you're taking pictures. You're, you're just being tourist. affected by the news stories. Hey, thanks, Bob, for the call tonight, man. I appreciate. <laughs> hey, I, you.
9: Think they worry. I think they worry when you take pictures
0: of them. Like, yeah, they I- don't like that.
1: I can understand if you're living in Indianapolis, the the police has more of a presence, more relevance in your life. But to say, like, I won't go visit anywhere else because there are police there and there's a chance that one of them could do this. I mean, you go to Manchester, the police there are awful.
0: Yeah, I know. I don't like going to Manchester either.
1: I I just don't think that's really (laughs) healthy. That's all. I went down to
0: Florida. All I saw everywhere was police. It was horrifying it does not make me feel good or safe to be around a bunch of cops and i don't like
2: it i don't like it you know i mean i i don't know what to tell you it's uh you know different places are going to have I, the the chance of you being harassed as a tourist going to some place by police is you know slim
0: and i don't like being off duty i don't like uh seeing people being harassed by the police ah, and yes. not being able to do anything about it
2: that's what it is it's an empowerment issue for you
0: yeah i don't like that I don't like having to stand down around the
2: police. don't like it one bit. (laughs) Well, you have to stand down around here. I mean, you're out on a suspended sentence for your civil disobedience from the last gig. Even though I'm on a
0: suspended sentence, there have been times, even when I've been on bail, I have still stood my ground in a number of instances with the police. There was one time I was in the courtroom. They cleared the courtroom, and I refused to leave uh, when they cleared the courtroom. Everybody else left except for me and one other person And uh, one of the sheriff's deputies got up in my face and threatened me, and I stood my ground, and uh, he backed down. Now, he could have probably arrested me for something if he'd wanted to, but uh, sometimes you just can't—you just have a tough time backing down when you've been used to standing up for yourself. It's very difficult. That's what I was saying at the end of Derek J's victimless crime spree about why it's going to be so tough for Derek J on his— His occupy or not occupy, but his exile tour that he's about to uh, continue on tomorrow. He's leaving the Shire and heading down to DC to work for Adam versus the Man at AdamVSTheMan dot com, and it's going to be a challenging thing for Derek because if he's out and about and he's filming activism, and the cops tell him to stop filming, it's going to be tough for him to say okay and turn the camera off.
2: Sure, he's been in a place where people don't say okay, right? So that's why I agree.
0: It's not to say I won't go somewhere on a vacation or something like that. It's just that, uh, yeah, a the bust, you know, a The bus world is
1: a big and beautiful place, and I think it's a shame if you're unwilling to ever leave your tiny corner of it. I'm like not at such a young age, just because I go to, of that. I go to
0: New York City. I go to California once a year to go <laughs> for, to uh, radio stuff for radio. For radio. Stuff. Radio. Right. Yeah. radio for uh, we were talking about I, going I just... to Las Vegas, actually, uh, you and I. So I'm, you know, I, a one off, one shot, dropping in, leaving. That makes more sense. But getting in a car and driving around that sounds like asking for trouble. Because those cops are everywhere on the roads. You think I'm
2: being paranoid?
1: I just think it's sad. They
2: are everywhere on the roads. uh, But, I mean, you know, when it comes to videotaping police, at this point, the law is very, very clear. Especially in a pullover, you can videotape them. You you know, I mean, I'm I'm sorry. It won't stop them from arresting you. It won't. Well, look, you don't have to pull out a camera and stick it right in their face with the Freedom Cam at FreedomCam.net. You're recording them. You know, all I have to do is tell a police officer when they pull me over, you're being audio and video recorded. Mm -hmm. Well, where's the audio and video recording device? Sir, I don't have to answer your questions. Can I help you today? Yeah. Are you conducting an investigation? Am I free to go? I mean, these are the kind of questions that you can um, ask them. They don't need to know where it's coming from. As a matter of fact, I recommend you always tell a police officer every time you see them that they're being audio and video recorded. Whether or not it's true? Well, uh, the, uh, uh, the, the fact is it's very likely to be true. Well, if it's not
0: true and you're still worried about telling a lie, you could always say you may be being video and audio recorded. Just, you are subject to just being Just tell them audio.
2: constantly. Right. Pepper them with you're, you may be being audio and video recorded.
0: Yeah, absolutely. No, I get where what you're saying, Julia. I'm not opposed to the idea of travel. I would just have to be really motivated to do it.
1: Well, see, I mean, I I love it here. I have no problem living here at all. I've adjusted from bigger city life to this little rural town we live in, and I'm fine with it, and I think it's really nice and great, and I love coming back here. But to, for me to just say, "Oh, I don't ever want to leave because here I don't have to worry about getting pulled over and I can record them," I just—I don't know. I think that's kind of yeah, it's just an
0: excuse for me because yeah, I'm I think a homebody. That's exactly what it is. I'm I'm total homebody. Yeah. I like to stay
2: where i am the fact is if he you wants your radio show to be promoted i mean there's there's ways to do that by going on tour and yeah. a lot of uh, the fact is is if we had been at the rnc or if we had been at the paul yeah, fest God, no. i'm just saying that you would have had the opportunity to talk to some some people at those events that would have been interesting interviews that it would have made for a more interesting i can't show. imagine there would have been an and interesting would have interview with the RNC. a lot of people that would have you know seen the show that would have never known about the show yeah That's fine. We're doing fine.
0: 855-453. That's that's what he
2: says every
1: time. Ian doesn't want nice things.
2: No, he he doesn't care. It's all about promoting his activism. I've got a radio
0: show and some wonderful friends. You're busy doing your activism. You don't care
2: about the radio show. Sure I do. I
0: make phone calls for it. And I get it on more radio. I wake time. up at
1: twelve o'clock, and I was make up two. at
0: uh, excuse me. I was up at nine today to go
1: to court. That's right. for singing to the police. It has <laughs> nothing to do with your
2: 8-5-5-4-50-free.
0: More people need to get active if they want to have freedom. Sometime in their life, it's free talk live.
2: Singing to cops will make you free.
0: This is Free Talk Live. You can bring up what you want, even the remaining moments of the program. 855 450 free, SACL CAI toll free line. Join us over at freetalklive.com and enjoy all the features. They're completely free. Once again, freetalklive.com. And if you like the show, you may support Free talk Live. One of the ways you can do that is by becoming an amplifier. Amp.freetalklive.com. Go there and sign up for uh, as little as $3 per month. You can amp the show and help get Free Talk Live on more radio stations around the country, bringing more internet listeners on board as well. Go to amp.freetalklive.com. Get perks. All the details are there. So 855 free allows you to get in here in the remaining moments. Julia, you were going to tell us about Ron Paul. One of his supporters is a 16-year-old. He has created a video, and apparently it resulted in a visit from the feds.
1: Yes, this is from PolicyMic, as in microphone.com. Uh, Ron Paul has long warned Americans about the dangers of a federal government-supported police state, and now it seems his worst fears are coming to life. A 16-year-old Ron Paul supporter has been questioned by the FBI after he created a YouTube video for a school project which highlights how, American, how America is slipping into a police state. That's right. A child has been questioned by the authorities solely because of his support for a libertarian candidate, Ron Paul, mm. let alone that his video earned him an A-plus with his teacher in American government class. Now, that surprises me. That, I like that. That makes me happy.
10: Must
0: have had an okay teacher. I was, uh, my first thought was, was the teacher the person who snitched on him? Right. Uh, but I guess not.
1: Right, because often you get these socialist teachers and they certainly, uh, they don't give you good grades when you have these sort of opinions. Right. Anyway, here are the details of the case. Hallman put together the video, which focuses on Ron Paul, anonymous, military drills taking place in American cities, and free speech for his high school government class. One month later... He was at his family home when FBI agents knocked on the door saying to Hallman's mother, we need to talk to your son. Apparently, the FBI tried to recruit Hallman to spy on Anonymous. He told InfoWars, they wanted me to be an informant to possibly put my life in danger to help them arrest and gain intel on Occupy protesters and hackers. Sick. The authorities also asked him about his support for Ron Paul and the Illuminati. They asked me why I had had a conversation with my teacher about the Illuminati. I told them that we were just talking about the 1776 Illuminati that formed in the Enlightenment Era. I said that my teacher said that they were terrorists and not to talk about them. This caused the FBI agents to look puzzled and they changed the subject very fast to anonymous. In the end, they finally left for an important meeting. He said, yeah, that's strange. Uh, for Paul, Did his
0: teacher snitch him? Because how would it they, sounds like it, right? How would they have known, or how would they have known that he would have talked to him about that? That didn't sound like part of the video.
1: Maybe they questioned him first. I don't know. It doesn't say. Hmm. Uh, for Ron Paul supporters, this incident serves as yet another example of what the Paul campaign has faced all year long: threats, harassment, intimidation, verbal abuse, and silencing by the Republican establishment, mainstream media, and the government in an effort to put down the ins- an insurgent movement. So, I just, I saw that last week, and it I just thought it was really creepy. Like, I can't imagine how terrified I would be as a 16-year-old having the FBI knock on your door. I Why mean, does the
2: FBI have time for this?
1: <laughs> it's bizarre.
2: I mean, it, it, from what I'm hearing in the story, and I don't know the full story as no one does, but I mean... Why do they have time for this? Do they just want to find somebody to infiltrate Anonymous? Because I can't imagine that this guy's the most qualified person they've got. <laughs> I mean, they just they just knocked off a few Anonymous guys uh, recently. That should mean that they should be able to go after some more, right? Mm-hmm. I, I, they they should be able to u- turn them and and use them. I don't know. I mean, the fact is I don't think you're going to be able to stop Anonymous just by knocking off a uh, half dozen of no. them or something like that. Even if you get them every once a year, I think well about once a year they're knocking off a half dozen Anonymous guys. <laughs> but, I, I mean, I, you could come after me and offer me a million dollars to turn in an Anonymous guy or ten, and I'm not going to be able to find any of them for you because they're Anonymous and I don't have any connection with them. So why would this kid...
1: Right. You're not a hacker, so you don't have any sort of insight into the hacker community. Nothing.
0: And what's the deal with asking questions about the Illuminati? Is that supposed to, you know, make people paranoid? Is it supposed to give credence to the the conspiracy theories surrounding the Illuminati? Why would they care? It's pretty close. It's very strange. It does seem to give it credence, right? Like, why is the FBI going around asking teenagers (laughs) about their interest in the Illuminati?
2: Just to see what the kid's talking about, see how paranoid he is? That's my
0: guess. I don't know. Your thoughts are certainly welcome. 855-453. Peter is in Ithaca, New York, listening to WNYY. Hey, Peter. Hi. Hey, what's on your
15: mind? Well, I'm just calling to follow up on your earlier caller who called about um, 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 William Cooper, who he, uh, in my estimation, kind of hero-worshipped and made uh, to look like, um, you know, some counterculture uh, avatar Um I heard Cooper speak at a conference, I guess, uh, about 20 years ago. I read his book. I read papers by him. And when he was killed, I I looked into it as well as I could. I guess I should preface it by saying that um, there are police officers who are good people doing good work and trying their best to serve their communities. And two um, police officers, I think Cooper lived uh, in the Southwest at the time, came to his door to survey what I understand was a legitimate warrant, and Mr. Cooper shot one of them dead, and the other one shot him dead.
2: So he's I, just minding his own business. Is that what you're saying?
15: Well, um, <laughs> n- <laughs> um, he murdered a police officer, and another police officer shot him as a result of uh, his actions.
0: So the guy uh, that called up claiming he didn't know who killed William Cooper was totally BSing us.
15: Well, I, either that or he was naive. And, and you can Google it. Uh, there are many accounts. But um, he really, uh, I, I don't think he was some kind of cover agent. I, I think he was somebody who was trying to uh, uh, develop a following. He had kind of an ultimate uh, unified conspiracy theory and was very intimidating and something of a bully as far as I was concerned, uh, being around him briefly. And, um um all i can say is as always your listeners should do their own homework and sure. um not be enamored by uh, somebody's take on um you know uh, an individual just based on a rave on uh your show. I can't
2: imagine that anybody's, uh, you know, hears, hears about anybody on Free Talk Live and, <laughs> and says to themselves, I'm going to follow that guy to the ends of the earth. <laughs> hey, but thanks for I the I think it's a, you know, very interesting. Hey, you
10: most welcome,
0: Appreciate Jack. the Thank information you. and the personal experience, which is always valuable. 855 450 free. That's the SACL CAI toll free line. You know, you guys were giving me a hard time during the break uh, because I'm an activist and I like to do activist things. As though that's somehow bad or detrimental to, now, I'm uh, not, to Free Talk live. I'm
1: not sure that that's what we said. That's basically
0: the message that I got, was that uh, you should be doing, Ian, you should be doing Free Talk Live instead of activism. Uh, activism but Free Talk is Live is
1: activism, and that's what I was trying to say. I'm- you should do whatever you want. I think Free Talk Live is the most effective activism you can do. Free Talk Live is more effective.
0: interesting because we are out there doing, some of our hosts are out there doing activism, out there in the streets, actually able to report about the things that are going on out there and the interactions that we have with the, uh, the police. And the other government people we, that brings a, a level of reality to the show that other talk shows don't have. Besides that aspect of it, it's also uh, something I advocate on the air. So how on earth could I possibly get on the air and tell people to you know stand up to the police and tell people to stand up for what they believe in and then hide behind a microphone and do nothing else besides that? That's pathetic. I think
2: that's, that's cowardice. I think that one what one hypocrisy. Needs, what one needs to do? You think I'm hypocrite? You don't go out and advocate the same things that I do. They, I think what one needs to understand is that Free Talk Live reaches, you know, in the course of a month, a half a million people or more. And the, that's the biggest microphone that any liberty-oriented individual has, pretty much. I mean, you know, who wants to Ron listen Paul, to a hypocrite? Who's hypocritical?
0: I would be if I you've advocated activism on the air. You've done
2: everything that you you've said you need that you're going to do, but I think that at some point or another you look buffoonish. For instance, when you're going to the uh, the courthouse and you're singing these chronic carols to the people love the chronic carols. Who's people? People who are fun. Okay, yeah. Okay. <laughs> people who are fun. That's right. Um,
0: people who appreciate good good clean fun.
2: Some people enjoy laughing at buffoons, no doubt.
0: So um, going to the so cor- you think the chronic carolers are stupid? I think you're yeah. like the sheriff; he thinks it's stupid
2: too. I, I just do. I just think that going and hassling government bureaucrats out in their parking lot oh. while singing, you know, the you shouldn't be doing that here on Christmas Day <laughs> kind of uh, stuff to them just doesn't it doesn't accomplish anything. There's no point. Sure, it in does. It.
0: It's fun. It's fun that's why people do things like that because it's a good time and on top of that when you're doing the chronic carols and people are wondering what you're up to and they come ask you about it they love it you hand them the information about chronic carols you hand them the song sheet which you can download for yourself over at tools.freekeen.com they're great carols they're anti they're basically classic christmas carols reworked as anti drug war carols they love it i mean overwhelmingly positive response, Mark. You wouldn't know. You don't go out and do it. You just stay home and do your uh, whatever it is you do. I uh, Grow your tomatoes.
2: I make Free Talk Live. Grow
0: your tomatoes there, buddy. Cut down some trees while you're at it. Alright, so we'll see you tomorrow night. Online in the meantime at freetalklive.com
1: It's change your words, change your life. A daily minute program to help you understand the power of every word you speak. Here's New York Times bestselling author Joyce Meyer. Sometimes
14: talking about our problems can be healthy. The first thing that most of us want to do when we have any trouble at all is talk about it. We shouldn't stuff everything that hurts and troubles us inside our souls and refuse to deal with the pain and the disappointment. We do need a way of releasing our pain, or as some people say, there are times when we just simply need to vent. However, we still need to be very careful about how we talk about the things that trouble us and to whom we talk. I always like to say, don't talk unnecessarily just to be talking. If you have a purpose in saying what you're saying, then say it. But once again, if you're just talking to be talking and it's all negative, then I encourage you to stop it. For Change Your Words, Change Your Life, I'm Joyce Meyer. For more information
1: and insight on how you can change your words and change your life, please visit Joyce Meyer, spelled M-E-Y-E-R dot O-R-G. The words we speak can affect our lives in positive and negative ways. In her new book, Change Your Words, Change Your Life, bestselling author and internationally acclaimed teacher Joyce Meyer examines the power of words that convey our thoughts and emotions. She discusses how our words can increase or decrease our level of joy and how they can have a positive or negative effect on our future. Change Your Words, Change Your Life, the latest book from New York Times bestselling author Joyce Meyer is available wherever books are sold.